Check out crew. James L. Corai. Brad Stanton. Coach Rosie. From Bam. Mike Whitaker. Devin Dowling. The Kickout Crew Podcast. Available on all major podcast platforms and watch videos exclusively on YouTube. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to uh, the Kickout Crew, episode 16. Uh, we want to thank everybody for the positive feedback. We want to give a special shout out to our man, Palm Water Dave. That is Super Dave, Dave Miller, for uh, jumping in with us last time. Really cool to have him on there, share his side of the story. And uh, if you haven't seen that, it's definitely worth watching. Uh, that being said, now we're going to take a, a deep swan dive off of a cliff into a, the knockoff <laughs> of Razor Ramon show. Hey, yo. Uh, I think it's a, or Sammy Guevara, I guess. This is a, a Devin special, but uh, I don't really know what to say. Uh, we're going to get into it because it's pretty much going to turn into a roast to Devin. That well, I know so. what to say. I can't get the research time back in my life. I wasted a good... Two hours of my life watching that bullshit, but I'll be happy to uh, talk about it today, Devin. But that's hey, terrible. Coach, I wasted a good two or three hours last week taking notes on the TNA match that you decided to bring a guest in and completely cancel. So I guess we're kind of even there. Two or three hours? What Touché. the fuck are you doing for two or three hours? You got to watch Touché. the lead-up shows. At least the promos. That'd be a break two or three hours. No, he's very I'm thorough. out of here. <laughs> anyway. uh, that's like it's funny people do research i just wonder your girlfriend like, what are your fiance hates you right now oh <laughs> let's move on let's move on <laughs> yeah Devin may not be getting married next summer stay tuned <laughs> I, and by the way james are you moving on from that Nat, uh, natty light and trying to get a manscaped ad with that chest no man it's uh we're, we're doing a knockoff razor ramon episode today Okay, because somebody thinks they're a Spanish god and thinks they're machismo. Nothing better than dinner. I am also going to be great value machismo. Hey, yo. Yeah, fuck Sammy. Dead air. Hey, this is, uh, you know. <laughs> Dead air. Hey, I'm not wooing every time this week. Boy, that was obnoxious. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to. I've rambled enough. I'm going to kick it on over to you, Brad. Uh, Brad, fill the people in on what's up. I, I had something weird happen, and I. This is like a, again, unreasonable request. I, I think I've mentioned this before, but it just happened. So, all right, before everybody starts laughing, every once in a while I go to the gym. Okay. 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 Yeah, sure you do, Brad. But anyway, I'm getting ready to leave. I'm getting into the car. And this woman yells from across the, the parking lot, Excuse me. I heard her. I wasn't you looking back. I just, you you always get punked out in parking lots, dude. I'd go to the gym too. <laughs> I just acted, acted like I didn't hear and got into the car. 
I don't want to have a conversation. So then she comes knocking on the window. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. I roll down the window. I'm like, hello? She goes, yeah, is this, uh, is this Anytime Fitness? I said, no, actually, it's a uh, workout anytime. She goes, well, my GPS took me here and it says it's Anytime Fitness. I'm like, well, I'm sorry that happened to you, but this is actually called Workout Anytime. She goes, can you do me a favor? All right, what, uh, what can I do for you? She said, can you put in your GPS Anytime Fitness and see where it takes you? <laughs> what the hell is going on? I said, yeah, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm in this. I'm in this now. So I put it in my GPS and it says anytime fitness is 45 minutes away. She goes, all right, do me another favor. I said, all right. She goes, put it in Google and see what happens. So I do. And workout anytime comes popping up. She goes, she goes that's not right. I'm like, what's not right? She goes, well, that's, this isn't the place. I'm like, listen, first off, I think they're just taking the word anytime. And they're finding the closest here. Oh, you know, it's just a, a 24-hour gym. She goes, well, you know, a lot of the places right now are 24-hour gym. I'm like, that, that's great. She goes, but they shouldn't be they shouldn't be advertising it on Google, and I shouldn't be coming here. She goes, let's go inside. I'm like, well, let's go inside? <laughs> I, go, I go, excuse me, ma'am. I don't work here. I don't own the place. I'm not the one who did any of the advertising. I'm not responsible for whatever, whatever this is that you uh, – Created in your mind. And I'm sorry that you were taken to the wrong place, but I'm sure they'll give you a day pass. She goes, no, I'm not staying. You could tell them. <laughs> and then she left. And I, like, what does this have to do with me? And why, why am I responsible for her going to the, driving to the wrong place? Because they have a Google ad that picked up a, a word. So anyway, unreasonable request. Because uh, again, I'm not responsible for, I'm not responsible for any of it. Even if they freaking lied. It's not my problem. So did you go in and complain? <laughs> No, I don't care. I don't want her in there. What would happen if one of the machines were down? What would happen? But she would be my fault. So, How'd she look? Not good. Not, <laughs> not good enough. So they had no incentive. Right. I know. I know you're thinking. Like, if you'd have been good, I'd be like, hey, oh, excuse me. Uh, what can I help you with? Just yeah. like pond water. Brad, Brad Stanton, kick out crew. Yeah. <laughs> 15 episodes. Oh, we had pond water on last week. Yeah. So. Just like you said, any bitch can get it. <laughs> Do you want that time? No? Well, you're going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all. Just uh, something stupid that happened. I thought it was kind of funny. All right. Great stuff. Uh, it always involves you, parking lots, and uh, all kinds of <laughs> crazy things. All right. And, uh, looking at the outline, we're going to go to Mike next. Mike, uh, look people in on what you're up to. So uh, speaking <laughs> on behalf of Mike, Mike is right now, he texts us about an hour ago and says he's uh, putting out a fire. Hey, coach, put me on the phone with him. This is Mike. <laughs> hey, guys. My uh, my leprechaun body was just perfect for them vents. We got a fire up, up in my factory, you know. Uh, I had to get in there. They're paying double on the weekend, so I'm the smallest one up there. They're going to pay me double time, you know. I wish I was here with the kickout crew. I know I said the most amount of words in three shows right now, but even though I'm not there, uh, just know I'm thinking about you. I'll say about the same amount of words as if I was there or if I wasn't there. Who knows if I'll kick in before the uh, meet minute. All right, Coach, hang up. Uh, tremendous. Thank you, Coach, for getting him on the line. I appreciate that. Why did yeah, Mike no lose his country accent? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fire, man. It's a fire. And That's hey, I'm glad you took the time to he make it. Me to muffle the voice changer it was a voice changer app 
Oh, boy. Well, I guess that does lead us to uh, what are we doing today? Well, this is going to be brief. Sammy Guevara. The take Spanish it away, Take it away, you asshole. The yeah, Spanish guy. razor, Guevara. man. I'm ready. Hey, yo. Need me a toothpick. So, Devin, before you get into it, yes, yes, the rumors are true. You asked for it. Uh, no, you didn't. You got <laughs> Yeah, you did. You got it. So, we are doing a Sammy Guevara episode today. So, thanks to Devin, we decided to go ahead and, uh, eh, you know. Get the shitty one out of the way. This is yeah, exactly. We had those emotional high with, uh, you know, our special guest last week. You know, somebody that I was actually involved in a great match. <laughs> and we knew uh, we, we knew we could have followed up with anything good, so we just figured we'd follow it up with the shittiest thing we could think of. Yeah, you know, like when you go to a live show and they have that match where you go to the bathroom or the uh, the snack bar. What do they call that? The uh, intermission. Yeah, yeah, they do call it that. But some of the <laughs> matches sometimes at a live show, you get up, especially in a pay per view. This is like uh, watching a. Uh, old Brutus Beefcake match in the uh, early 90s. <laughs> in honor of the Spanish god and the Brazilian goddess on their wedding day, we hope that the heirs are going to be divorced. Themselves, <laughs> and we're going to put on a memorable and fantastic biography show of Sammy Guevara. No one said anything about Tay Connie. Okay, we, we agreed yeah. to Sammy Guevara. Oh, uh, She's like All the right. sympathetic heel. Like she's brainwashed right now. <laughs> and so we feel for uh, Ty, you know? All right, Devin, do your thing. Let's go. And we need to crop her out of this episode because they will be divorced by the time this airs. <laughs> He'll be with someone else. Why is he getting a whole notebook of notes? Yeah, he's been in a Sammy Guevara, born in Houston, Texas, July 28th, 1993. That's also my little brother's birthday. But he was trained in Houston's Reality of Wrestling by Booker T and also trained by Gangrel. Um, he made his Reality of Wrestling debut later that same year. It wasn't until January 5th of 2013 when he made his debut for the NWA. Oh, man, poor guy. In 2016, Sammy finally debuted for Triple R, debuting and teaming with Laredo Kid to defeat Epico and Primo Cologne. He continued to keep on working in those two companies for the next couple of years. And in 2017, Sammy debuted in the X Division, teaming with Davey Richards to defeat Drago and Taja Ishimori. Ivan Drago? Uh, Never mind. Uh, uh, it just said Drago. I don't know. Rocky Four, asshole. Go. <laughs> hey, Lynette, you want me to walk the dog? <laughs> Bravo is from uh, Lucha Underground. Yeah, got it. So Sammy later in 2017 debuted for Pro Wrestling Guerrilla in the 2017 Battle of Los Angeles tournament. He did not win, but definitely had a great showing because he earned a title shot against the then champion Walter. And this was Sammy Guevara's first ever title match that he had in his career. In 2018, Sammy would join Lucha Underground and wrestle for that company, as well as working with AAA, NWA, and Impact Wrestling still. And then in 2019, when AEW came together, he was the one of the top 25 wrestlers signed to that company and had the very first match on Dynamite, losing to Cody Rhodes, but still making a statement in that main event of that same show. 
joining Chris Jericho and the Inner Circle. He's continued to win the TNT Championship three, maybe four times if you count the interim title championship. And he's my favorite wrestler. And I'm happy we're covering him today. Is he really your favorite wrestler or are we just playing a game right now? He's my favorite AEW wrestler. My How favorite have we WWE is 16 episodes. 16 episodes and we've already jumped the shark. <laughs> <laughs> we have jumped the shark. Are you done? It's hot as fuck. Yeah, that was it. Back to you, James and Brad. Take it away. Yeah, James, back to you. Hell yeah, man. Well, uh, we're really excited to do this. Wake up, Adam. Stuff. I mean, my, my God, you can see the excitement all over our faces. If you guys aren't watching on YouTube, you need to be because James had a, uh, the bag on his head the entire time. So please. That's all the, shit under there. the funny part was when he tried to take a drink and realized he yes. didn't have a mouth hole. It was the funny part for sure. <laughs> what are you oh, drinking, well. Devin? A freaking uh, lemon shake? This is a lemonade cup, and I've been filling it with uh, Coronas all day, so. I can deal with that. I can deal with that. That's the first good, good thing you've said today, all right? Hey, thank you for that. <laughs> well, Coach just woke up. Now, wait. Are you having another fruity drink? Is this the third week in a row from wine coolers to Jack Daniels to another one? This one's closer to beer. It's Corona. It is. Oh, okay. That is beer. It is beer. It's beerish. It's the champagne of beers. It's daytime beer. Ah, okay. Daytime beer. That is the queen of beers. <laughs> oh, boy. I wish uh, maybe, James, you could uh, tag that little video that Devin sent us the other night. I think he had a couple of Coronas that night. <laughs> I, I definitely did have a few. <laughs> that was great. I like you James combine that video and that uh, night with today's actions, and you're going to see why Devin will not be getting married uh, next year. I know. I got to simmer down for the next couple of weeks. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Devin, are you sure that Erica wasn't down in Philadelphia in like fitness parking lots, knocking on guys' windows? <laughs> I'm pretty positive. <laughs> okay, just checking. Is this Anytime Fitness? <laughs> there we go. All right. All right. Well, I guess we might as well get started with uh, yeah, the first... Shadow. This is if you haven't seen this match, I wouldn't either. <laughs> but <laughs> the very first match is uh Matt Hardy versus Sammy, the elite deletion from Full Gear 2020. That pay-per-view holds a special place in my heart. This one was where I went up and grabbed a beer and took a fist. Uh, it, it started or took place November 7th, 2010 at Daly's Place in Jacksonville. Or the Hardy Compound, however you technically want to go about this. Jackson, or Daly's Place that day had an attendance of 1,000 because of COVID times. A uh, buy rate of 100,000, which I thought was pretty cool for the full gear. And the match length was... A very uh, extended 21 minutes and 24 seconds. That's the uh, little intro into that. Uh, Rosie, take it away. Well, the Matt Hardy, Sammy Guevara saga, uh, this was the second pay-per-view in a row that a match featuring the two of them occurred. The first match was a, um, a last man standing match, and we'll get to that. But uh, Sammy did some very weaselly stuff during this campaign with Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy was attempting to come back 
not as a gimmick, just as Matt Hardy. And he came out there and uh, gave an emboldened promo about the future of Matt Hardy and out sneaks Sammy Guevara. Now, Sammy Guevara is so reckless in this situation that he does a javelin spear with a chair to Matt Hardy's face and did some kind of flip move and uh, came down on him. I think it broke a table. Highly uh, unsafe. He caught a lot of heat in the, in the back. Matt needed 13 stitches. Well, that led to the last man standing match at All Out. I believe this was the second All Out. And right off the bat, Reckless Sammy jumps in a cart and attempts to run over Matt. The match started out there by the football field. Well, here, there, everywhere, they had a couple good spots. Sammy gets Matt up on top of a forklift and is uh, putting him through a table. Well, he didn't calculate it very well. And he overshot Matt and bam, hit his head and blacked out. If you watch that match, you see Audrey put the, uh, put the X up right away. It's kind of in the corner. And Doc Sampson came out and they kind of cut away for a second. I guess Matt shook it off and they did their final spot uh, where they climbed up to the top and Matt pushed uh, Sammy off and boom, match over. But Matt was concussed for about two or three weeks, which led, which kind of leads us to the final nail in the coffin before the elite deletion. Matt came out to say that he was cleared on a dynamite. And uh, he was a very impassioned, I'm here to come back. I'm excited to come back. I put everything in the back. And then uh, somebody comes out, hidden person, bam, takes out his knee. Well, it comes, uh, everybody finds out that it's Sammy. And that just broke Matt. He went right to the broken Matt Hardy, invited him to the elite deletion on the Hardy compound at Full Gear 2020. Take it away, guys. Great job, coach. That was a well done buildup. Can we just wish that Matt, Matt Hardy was already in the delete mode so we could delete this damn match out of the hey. Oh, We were waiting on that one, huh? All right, so let's start this bad boy off. Let's start this bad boy off. This is a cinematic match. Sammy in the golf cart. Why, Why, Devin? Why is he in his golf cart? Let's start with that. Well, like Coach kind of referred to in their last man standing match, and also they had a tag team match, Jericho and Sammy versus uh, Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy. The golf cart was predominantly used in both that by Matt Hardy and Sammy to hit each other. So I feel it was kind of just uh, – Sammy Guevara's vehicle of choice here. I'm going to have to fact check you on that. I think that was the stadium stampede match. Boom. It, it might have been. I, I remember the Sammy facts right if you're the fanboy on them. Adam, let's forget for one second Sammy Guevara's in this match, okay? Let's just get serious for one second. <laughs> what do you think of uh, what do you think of cinematic matches in general as a wrestling purist? Oh. Is that a hard question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you put that I freaking. Mean, I love, believe me, I love Matt Hardy, and I met, I met Matt. A super awesome guy. Coach can verify that. Super, super great guy. Uh, the stuff he does now is just there's no need in it. He's he's done all this his whole career, thirty years into it. He doesn't have to do this stuff no more. I mean, he's Matt Hardy. He he's got the name. 
He doesn't have to do this no more. Uh, I understand Sammy might be doing it, but, you know, Sammy's getting up there now. He really don't have to. I know he likes to kind of mimic himself after the Jeff Hardy type stuff, but I, you know, because you think Undertaker and AJ, you know, because of, I guess, because Undertaker him being older, that looked good, but I mean, it's just, you can only do it in handfuls. You, you It can't be too much. And this was the era of the cinematic matches, and it was, it was just too much going on, too, because it was just everything added. And I love seeing Hurricane. I love seeing Gangrel. There's just too much going on for one match for me. I think it was a necessary evil at the time. Uh, you know, I, I don't I, – I really don't think we're going to see a lot of it now. But back – like you said, James, you said there's a 1,000 people in the crowd? Yeah, the oh. – you know, social distancing yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, I think they could do 20% capacity back then. Yeah, something like that. No, I, can't get, I can't get mad at AEW or WWE or any other impact. And for that matter, too, for, for well, the theatrical match. Speaking of theatrical matches, though, Bray and Cena, that one's phenomenal. Like, that, if you really, the symbolism oh, weird, right? of it is pretty <laughs> fucking good. I, I liked all that shit that was going on with um the, the, the Viking Raiders, too. And I liked all that stuff. But, uh yeah, I mean, at the time, a thousand people in the crowd, they were just trying things. And, you know, I give wrestling credit in general for keeping everything going through this entire time. Uh, they never stopped, even with the empty arena that tortured us. <laughs> well, but you gotta think they made no money doing that shit too. They lost. They were in the red like for a straight year. So yeah. thanks to people for backing it, <laughs> you know, instead yeah, of putting I mean, on shows. Yeah, I mean everybody AEW, else shut down. They didn't lay off anybody either. AEW employed everybody didn't lay off anybody. And talk about a new company, a new company here. I know, I know Khan has all this money, but still, I'm sure his dad doesn't want him to lose money, you know. So Oh, anyway, I thought that was something worth mentioning. Uh, so there's this weird hologram of Matt <laughs> that says, welcome to, the, welcome to the party compound. Uh, he's in Broken Matt character. Uh, he has a monster truck car of some sort that runs over the uh, golf cart. Uh, the bell rings, and then a random referee shows up. It's just it well, Doesn't he couple- say something when he runs it over? It's like a, it's already been buried or something like that. It's like, oh, yeah. James, I need you for this. Ultimate squash match. Ultimate squash. Yeah, that's what it is. Squash match. Please, please, guys, add these lines in there because he's got a lot of them, and (laughs) there are a lot of them. Uh, James, at first there was no announcers here. Uh, What did you think of that way of starting the match? Uh, They definitely uh, laid out for a long, long time. I was uh, kind of expecting them to like either talk all over the very beginning of it, like setting stuff up, you know. But the fact they just let it play. I don't know. Obviously, it was a lot of sound effects and stuff at first because even Matt and them weren't really like talk talking too much. So uh, it was a little. Uh, you could definitely tell we were in the uh, COVID era of no live crowd, like no big live crowd, and what are we doing with this cinematic stuff? You know, it's kind of that little transition. I, I think it was the fact that Jim Ross just didn't know what to say at the time. Yeah, like, hey, that's what I was kind of getting at. I don't think Jr's oh. done many movie matches in his lifetime. <laughs> guys next question was what do you think jr's thinking right now so every time answering that <laughs> oh what the hell's going on <laughs> so you that's had- a fry that's a fry <laughs> so you had um shivani excalibur and um i wrote down jerry the king lawler that is not oh, true boy. that is not true at all <laughs> that is uh of right, were you falling asleep during this match when you doing your notes <laughs> <laughs> so uh hey mike um uh, so again, Mike is putting out a fire, and if you looked at our group text, it actually says that he puts he does this twice a year. Where the hell is he working? He works at a, <laughs> uh, two, was it a, it's some type. Damn it! Now I'm going to. So there's two fires a year, no matter what. 
he works at like a grain or a cotton or something like one of those uh like a bagging uh place yeah okay so they have two fires a year and i guess that's uh, acceptable kind of like having a certain amount of rat meat i wouldn't say it's uh hey i think it's more of a we only have two (laughs) (laughs) that's highly flammable shit all the time it's it's their scheduled fire season (laughs) right they're making use of the woods here like they're kind of going through the woods and with the trees and everything like that's kind of cool looking um but coach do you think there should have been more music no, I thought it made it more authentic. I liked hearing him talking shit and all the uh, good lines. You know, it was it was interesting for us as wrestling fans, but it might have been confusing for somebody that just started with AEW. Because the uh, with the delete, yeah, that's kind of well known. But then the Hurricane and Gangrel, you kind of have to know some history of wrestling. And a lot of AEW fans are brand new to the game, so they might have been lost. But I liked it. How about you, Devin? And we know Matt Hardy likes this kind of crap because he's a creative guy. But do you think Sammy actually is a Sammy fan? Do you think he actually liked this? Oh, yeah. I uh, I watched the Sammy vlog earlier today, actually, oh, about God, the elite deletion. And uh, they showed some of just the behind-the-scenes stuff going on there. And Sammy loved it. He loved setting all this up with Santana and Ortiz. They're all having fun. He's probably like, man, Sammy I'm such a me. shitty wrestler, but I'm having, like, Gangrel here, Hurricane. I'm fighting Matt. Like... You know? The one thing he was hoping, I'm not sure if you guys caught it all at all or anything, but um, Gangrel cha- trained Sammy Guevara when he's like coming up, so that's why he was on Sammy's side in this. Yeah, not he on said Matt that Hardy's in the match. Side, but... Talk about similar styles, huh? Yeah, no wonder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hey, you gonna climb up on that ladder right there? You gonna fucking jump off it? Come on, yeah, man. The only thing they have in... the, the Hardys, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the only thing they have in common is sticking out their tongue all the time. <laughs> Now, now Gangrel can uh, train Sammy and Ty's kid. hey hey So Matt was using a scepter on Sammy. Hey, Mike, is this uh, any other use for the scepter? Boom, All right, Mike, thanks. Uh, Adam, <laughs> how do you approach a match like this? <laughs> <Good question>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting paid how much, Mr. Khan? <laughs> uh, yeah, you just got to remember how much you're getting paid. But then, you know, Matt Hardy's done this before. So, I mean, because when he was in TNA, he did it. So... I mean, this Matt Hardy, I mean, I think doing the match is in the hard part. I think the hard part is going to Tony and saying, look, this is what we want to do, and trying to lay it out to Tony. So Tony says, yes. I think that's the <laughs> harder thing to do is how do you lay it out to Tony? Because you got to send out camera crews, lighting crew. You got to put – he had, what, two or three rings out there. He had two rings, <laughs> one outside, one inside. Well, Referees, speaking of that, people. speaking of that, what are you, were you happy to see the rings? Because I was freaking thrilled. I was happy to see it on the inside. Okay. The inside room was good. It made it more legitimate as a wrestling match all of a sudden. Yeah. I, I'm like, oh, thank God. At least they're going to get in the ring. Because I don't really like all this crap. But, like, when they got in the ring, I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Uh, there's it something more here. Sense. It, more, it made more sense to have the ring on the inside. But I, didn't, I wasn't too big on it on the outside. All right. I don't understand why. And I'm glad they did. But, the outside um, ring had the full gear ring skirt. I yeah, thought that was kind of weird. I'm asking you questions, you know. <laughs> No, I, I like this one better than the Sting cinematic match. I thought that one was terrible. This one was kept my interest when Look Sting. Look how excited Devin is. Look at how excited he is, Coach. He's like a kid in a candy store. He left his his, his fiance at, at a at, at the a derby to yeah, come here and, and talk about Sammy Guevara. I can't believe they do derbies up north. I thought that was like a southern thing. Me too. Wait, when I heard Hell this yeah. one, what? There was a monster truck rally in Philadelphia recently, and I'm like, what? Well, Monster Jam. It was a Monster Jam because that's worldwide, but 
little derbies like this, like especially well, seeing it's like a Birmingham know, thing, you know, I'm telling you. Hey, listen, we like to we like to explore, we like to try things, you know. Yeah, horse feces. We there's yeah, a video again with that again. All right, James, I'm, I'm going to you now. What do you think of hearing what everybody says in these matches? Uh, well, I just want to know what was said to all. Uh, if Tony Khan was like, "Hey, so you're gonna take old Botchermania boy that almost killed you, and now you're gonna do another one of these crazy matches." So, uh, but no, I, I kind of I like the little uh, the little digs here and there. It was some inside stuff. I mean, uh, I get it with the the broken mat. I guess he did some of that in TNA. I I didn't watch, so I'm not sure, but. Like that fourth wall stuff, I guess. Some of his uh, saying of that, I thought was pretty funny. But, I mean, JR, I, <laughs> just <laughs> them calling the match was hilarious to me. I didn't write down any lines, but I was too busy to like, well, number one, I took him napping between this match. But number two, just listening to how JR tried to piece it all together. And Tony is still in that, uh, you know, that's right. Or like, well, look at that move. And, you know. <laughs> He's pulling his what a maneuver <laughs> type of stuff. I will say though that Jr. If he didn't want to do it, he didn't act like it. I'll, yeah, I'll give I mean, him he, that. He, well, he's professional, so he knew. He, he like, isn't. Yeah, he he's isn't. Though. He isn't. He isn't. <laughs> Usually, he tells you if he doesn't like something. Yeah. But he, that that scepter in the water fountain was my favorite line. He's like, oh, it just happened to be in the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's where he knows where it is where he needs to find it. <laughs> that's great shit. Line that's of the night to me. That was good. I like. There used to be this bullshit show, and Coach, you'll remember this called Moonlighting. And it had oh, Bruce, yeah, Willis, Bruce Willis, yeah, Bruce Willis in it. And he had this rope. And he was sitting in a car next to Sybil Shepherd. And he goes, "She's like, what's that?" He goes, "We're gonna need it later in the episode." Like, just basically <laughs> telling you what the show's gonna be. That's it. They're gonna need it later in the episode. What are you? What are you showing me, Coach? This is the night that uh, James and I, at the end of the night in the parking lot, we're just giving a high five. Shit. Oh, <laughs> I see it. Your it looks like a good time, it. though. It looks like a really good time. Wait, here, um, he is, here he is. Look, he's giving his Italian like glare at people, like "fuck you, Afongu." He was, was badass that night. I loved it. We had that's fun the night. best thing about this match is the fact that it was full gear twenty twenty. Like that's he the only that Mike Kyoto. That was yeah. Cool he ran the Kyoto outside of the pay per view. He couldn't that's even right. finish a Ric Flair match though. Right. <laughs> hey, uh, Devin, who's the heel here? Go ahead. Oh, it's Sammy Guevara. Is he circle. better as a heel? Is he better as a heel? I like him better as a heel. Yeah. Was he engaged at this point to that one chick, or was that a little after? Oh, yeah. oh wait, that oh, was after yeah. this because he Six immediately years. got a tie right after. That's right. Sorry. Got my timelines mixed up. Hey. I, I didn't do my research that deep. Uh, no, I, I, I he wasn't engaged to Pam right here. This is before Pam engaged. <laughs> right. Who was he dating at this time? Probably some other one. Sammy through the table, kick out, Ortiz appears. Hey, Coach, isn't there any security on this Hardy compound? You talk to them all the time. Well, when it's private property, you know, it's it's the Hardy compound. They can kind of do what they want. Maybe he had some guys that were on some of those uh, four-wheelers uh, around the compound. But, you know, Jeff lives on the site. So, you know, family takes care of family. And, and in, that, in that moonshine area, you know, there's sometimes a lot of bodies that come up missing. So... <laughs> North Carolina is a different beast. Hey, no speaking of private there. property, we have a private party showing up on the walkie-talkies. Hey! It happened to be close by. Uh, my, or Mike. Uh, fuck Mike. Coach, <laughs> you a fan of the private party? Yeah, man. I love their swag. They talk a lot of shit. They're always dressed nice. Um, and I, always I like how, uh, I, I like that money, uh, big money Matt. You know, he was hustling them out of the 30%. 
and he uh, and and they beat the Young Bucks really early in their career. So I kind of followed him right from the bat. I think that was one of the first uh, matches on Dynamite. It was just like a random win, and they just put him over. It was some kind of tournament. So yeah, no, I'm all about private party. Uh, these next two questions, I don't even know if I want to ask them because this is episode is going a different direction already than I thought. So Santana Ortiz, all involved, uh, private party in the ring. Hey James, is this too much? What the hell? <laughs> this? <laughs> That's the most conventional shit that happened in this match was somebody interfering like that. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. And then I say, Adam, hey, not much in the way of technical wrestling up until now, huh? Oh, my gosh. Who the hell wrote these notes anyway? Um, <laughs> all right, we the got best, some fireworks. Yet. We got some Roman candles. James, I know you're a big Roman candle guy, more for the shape than anything else. Oh, um, and it shoots out ejaculates. You're going to throw that joke in there, too? Uh, yeah, actually, right here, shooting out ejaculates. Um, <laughs> Dude, I can't find fireworks like that around here. Where the hell did he find them things? <laughs> Sam, can, we just, can we just never forget that uh, the Spanish guy kind of sounds like knockoff Chico stuff? Uh, Sammy oh, got one. Sammy. Fireworks Worst. are normal. Adam, Mike, is this fun for you? Um, Joe sucks. Is this for kids? Is you this need a hole cut out for your beer. I guess my question is: Is this uh, Devin? True. Is this more? Is this for like kids, or, or are you enjoying this as well? All these. Fire I think it is for anyone that was just needing a break from the freaking <laughs> pandemic era wrestling. A break. A from the I, I needed a break at the uh, pay per view because this is when I went up and took a piss and went to the uh, concession. Yeah. And you missed a hell of a match, James. No, I came back uh, when Grand Girl made the appearance. You know that was good. Uh, I missed enough. I mean, they, they, I'll give them, I mean, it was different and, you know, I can see how people liked it and how some people didn't. Just depends on what, what, what you like, what it's like to watch. You know, we have to remember here and I know like right now we have everything back to normal ish. I mean, we're just ignoring COVID now, uh, monkey pox, right. But we have, we have to remember that we were yearning for entertainment and as much as this like may have not been what we would normally like now back then man we needed something this is the very first pay-per-view i ever went to so exactly and capacity it, a thousand <laughs> yeah COVID. we would have taken anything at this time i think that was just in the way of entertainment so yeah every shows really uh i don't know that's a whole the whole different i found aspect i listen i i I, know we, I found ad free shows during um march of 2020 uh not a little later than you guys and here i am so there's some good things that came out of it for sure wild bill saloon was also this weekend i mean me and yeah. rosie being on the outs and then right back on the ends <laughs> with a certain <laughs> group of people okay it was a hell of a weekend man oh, hell yeah. of a weekend. i was out there the whole week i did even virtual teaching out there from my little cabana i met shivani shivani oh man yeah it was a hell of a week I went down there working. for dynamite, woke up Thursday, went back, went to work uh, Thursday night, called in sick Friday, came right back down. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't let me have the weekend though, man. They gave me the Saturday, Sunday, but not that Friday. So I had to like go to dynamite, turn around, come back. Oh yeah, fuck you. I just called in. <laughs> I taught from all over the United States that year. As we record this, we are less than 25 days away from Top Guy weekend, by the way. Devin's... Maybe going where he may have to pay your first and last month's rent on a new place and get all of his bills deposits done. Devin, I have your I have your wristband for you if you need it. I'm trying. I'm trying. I have, I'm not, trying. I have not sold it on eBay 
Yeah, yeah we're keeping this in the episode, but I was about to buy your plane ticket. How and... long of a drive is it? Uh-huh. How long of a drive? About yeah. 13, 14 hours. Sorry, right. no kidding. What's it's a two hundred dollar plane ticket, guys. Two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's better. What's keeping you from going? We can jump his ass there right now. We could put it. <laughs> Just put it on my Amex, right? Oh, yeah, right, Brad. Wow. <laughs> um, anyway, back to the match. Uh, private party <laughs> putting on a show in this turned into a trios match. Matt shooting Sammy again. Twist of fade under the yard by Matt looked pretty good. Then there was a masked man in black. Who is it? Gangrel, apparently the trainer. Don't um, forget about the more. mud show comment. He goes, ah, oh, now it's a mud show. Say yeah. hey. So, Devin, who's Gangrel to you? You young buck. To me? Yeah, uh, nobody, right? He was the jobber that taught Edge and uh, Christian and Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy how to wrestle <laughs> until Michael uh, Hayes took over. As we Jobber. speak, Gangrel is doing his show, independent show in my town. And uh, fucking Cardona and Myers are there, too. Vampiro, right? That's how he's called now. As we speak, Gangrel's I'm going to be like, I should, ball, huh? I should get done with this. Be like, hey, what about boys called you a jobber on our podcast? Yeah, I, I kicked like my ass. That. <laughs> yeah, he would. There'd be no way I'm going to tough guy. <laughs> you just had a heel turn. <laughs> he had a heel uh, turn when he picked Sammy Guevara. For, for real. This is, I mean, you mind you, this is the guy that was initially on court <laughs> when we barely first started. So, yeah, I think he's been heel a little bit longer than we think. Coach, and then we have a, a Hurricane Helms uh, appearance. What do you think of Hurricane Helms here, and what do you think of him overall? Never really a big fan of him. I do like the Gaga, but uh, if you're going to be a superhero, you got to be a superhero. I don't like What's it when they. That? I don't like it when they mock superheroes. That's a special distinction. You can't fuck with the superhero gimmick by joking around. Speaking of superheroes, Devin, who's the biggest superhero in pro wrestling history? In pro wrestling history, I believe it's the Hurricane. Yeah. But currently, right now, write these notes. <laughs> right now, it's Ty Conte's maid of honors, Nikki Ash. That's really maid that's of honor, your maid really? of honor. Yeah, yeah, she's so still still trips me out when I uh, when someone shows me her Instagram that I do not follow Ty Conte's Instagram, but. When he shows me pictures of her and Nikki, I'm like, man, it's weird that they're just like BFS. That is weird. Oh, I didn't Nikki, Nikki A.S.H., whatever her name is, when mm -hmm. she's dolled up, dressed up, she's gorgeous. Oh, I, yeah. loved her. I loved her as crazy insanity girl. <laughs> oh, man, I was about to say, insanity was awesome. I yes. can't nut job. That up. Thank you. I yes. So, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she doesn't return like that. So if there was an F. Mary kill, oh, if we do one of those again, we might. But if she was in it, she'd definitely be the F. Uh, just for that insanity part. Anyway, so that said, this this story just gets better. Helms released after two years, and Matt says that's long term storytelling. Oh yeah, <laughs> Matt, Adam, how ridiculous is this? It's actually kind of funny. I mean, I like that line. What's up with that? He goes, "You gotta let me get in AAW, brother." And then we have Sammy that blocks the <laughs> twist of fate. But who was the interviewer here, James? Do you know? Uh, one more time. The interviewer. There was an interview. Somebody came out to do an interview. Who was that? That was uh, uh the fucking Super Shane. Yeah. Uh, it's just so oh, the sick. AEW fans. What to know? Da, 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 like all that. Yeah. yeah. And it's Super Shane Hounds, brother. Yeah. 
I don't know the alter egos of all of them, but yeah. So I'm just, not going to lie, guys. At this point, I'm having a lot of fun with the match because it's just... <laughs> for, for whatever it is, it I is. I paused and took a napper on this time. You're a lion sack you right now. You're a lion sack, and you know it. You loved every minute Today, of it. I watched this match just two days. And I about, got the three, three, about 3 o'clock, took me a nap in the middle, woke up at 3.30, finished it. You know what you did? You had the Jiffy Pop next to the, the popcorn for the microwave. You said, no, 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 this is a Jiffy Pop moment. This interrupted PlayStation time, and I was highly upset. So Here's an honest analysis of this, Devin. Sammy wasn't even in the top five of major players in that match. He was a, a part-timer. I mean, the, he was clout-chasing off of Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy, I think this whole series of matches might have propelled Sammy to where he is today, and he's got Matt Hardy to thank for it. Yeah, do you call it clout-chasing, or do you call it Matt Hardy giving him the rub? That's run. exactly right, man. Exactly think, well, right. So that implies that Matt Hardy wanted to do this with Sammy. I 100%. There's a difference between, hey, Tony, you should book me with him, and, hey, Matt, you're wrestling Sammy. You know, which one do you think it was? I think I there's a little of both. I think I Matt's in. Do. I think Matt's in, and I think James knows it, but he doesn't want to say it. Uh, Sammy blocks a twist Perfect. of fate, uh, like I said. So the lake gets involved. Everyone is fighting in and out of the ring. Um, I don't even know what this even says. There's some creepy music. Matt and Sammy in the garage now using weapons. There's a piano. There's another ring. There's Did you a notice coffin. that when the garage door closed and they threw each other at it, they kind of hit that one a little soft. I wonder if Matt was like, hey, we're not going to fuck up my garage door. <laughs> Speaking of soft, hey Um, Then there was a bird cage. Did I miss anything here, Mike? Oh, no. Mike's still putting out a fire. Sorry. There was just a lot of shit in that garage that made me laugh. So thanks, Mike, for your coffin. There was a coffin. You see the coffin? Yeah. Yeah, coffin. yeah for sure. Uh, Sammy's uh, taking the ring apart and using it as a weapon, choking out Matt. Coach, did you think this was original? Yeah. Yeah, you can swallow first. That's cool. <laughs> well, <I tell> <laughs> who knows? Who knows when this asshole is going to ask you a question, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, I just need some food. No, because uh, wasn't there like some creepy music in the background and stuff? Yes, for sure. I wrote creepy music. No, I think I the music that. really added to the moves. It added to the drama of it, which made it unique to me. And you got Shivani on the call like, he's even using a turnbuckle hook. I thought it was pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, so then you have Matt on the table in the ring, Sammy to the top. Uh, Matt saying delete. Moonsault off the top. Kicks out at two. Twist of fate for Matt in the ring. Both are up very slow. Spear by Hardy out of the ring. Sammy bleeding. Chair to Sammy. Oh, shit. Adam, how do you um I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about here. <laughs> Fuck. Right, so so back, to the, back to the twist of fight on the ground. The light, you know, there's a fourth page that. of notes. A fourth page. I don't think I've ever done a fourth page of notes on this piece of shit match. Sammy is down. Chair to the head of Sammy. Looks legit. Hardy with the concerto. It's over. Why did Hardy need this win, Devin? Or did he? I I uh, I think it's just because it's on the compound, honestly. And the factors of Sammy getting like, like, he's getting the rubs, he's getting all the big moves and getting everything there. So Matt Hardy had to get something out of it. You know what I mean? I, I just don't think Sammy was ready yet for the win, but I agree. That's with you. fair. I think you it know, was one I, of those. Hey man, you didn't charge me with attempted murder that last match, so I'll let you get over the next one, and we can do it at your compound. <laughs> You know, it's just like when we talk about uh, we were before that we started talking today, we or before we started uh, recording, we talked about Mance Warner. Mance Warner uh, wrestled on uh, Friday as we record this. Uh, it was Friday, 
so about a week ago now as uh, is theirs, and he lost to John Moxley, which we I don't think anybody expected him to win. But sometimes yeah. it's just it's just a great position to be in. So private party joined. Look at Wheeler man. He lost, and <laughs> rocket ship is on his ass after that. Yeah, you listen. I know it's oversaid, but man, you can get over by losing. Jr. says it all the time. They you all say go it. Go over to get over. I mean, we've heard that line so many times, and I hate to use those lines over and over again, but it's true, right, Adam? It's true. It you can lose and get over. Uh, you don't like Stone Cold is the best example ever. Uh, by you know the Bret Hart match, he freaking passed out, bleeding to death, and they left that day cheering for him and booing Bret. I mean, it's you can do it. Private Party joins and puts Sammy in trash cans. Uh, I don't know, guys. It's just probably at this point too much. Um, then they went into some kind of a pickup truck. Who's driving? Hey, Coach, who was driving that truck? Was it Rebby? No, Senior no. Benjamin. Yeah. Who? Senior Benjamin. Oh, yes. Okay. And then who was playing the piano, Coach? Rebby. There you go. I know okay. she was in that, one of the that's, two. That's why Matt Hardy won, because Rebby said, you're not coming to my house and letting – Sammy win, so yeah, and yeah. happy birthday, Revy. Your birthday was yesterday, uh, which was uh, August 6th. Happy birthday, happy 36th, Revy. <laughs> I think hey, Revy had a lot to do with that. You're not winning on my on my property. <laughs> so then you have that crazy celebration at the end where they're all kind of cheering in front of that. If Revy Harvey's a part of it, I'm down with it. It kind of reminded me of King of the Hill a little bit. Does all of them kind of be in a, I don't know, it was, it was like a bunch of ghouls, I don't know, but uh. I said the celebration looked weirdly fun. <laughs> so, anyway, thanks, Devin. That's the match. It was fun. It was fun. It was yeah, fun, man. and I'm not as big of an asshole as the rest of these guys. So just I want you to remember that. Uh, in your <laughs> oh, thanks, Brad. <laughs> back to you, James. I don't want to talk oh, about it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I guess it is back to me. Uh, I'm not going to read what the outline says because it fucking makes me shake my head every time I read it. Come on, it. dude, you're up. You're up here, James. What's the deal? <laughs> uh, shit, I really don't have anything, uh, you know, crazy outlandish to go on with. Uh, Putting it on every week. It's really hard for me to come up with topics because I think of shit constantly, and then when I when we get to air, I'm just like, I ain't got nothing. You, know, I just, you need a notepad. Write I it down text, all week. I text myself. Well, I would like to uh, take I this opportunity that. to... I mean, the main goal of this episode for me was to open Devin's mouth and shit right down his throat the entire episode. Because wow. Lord knows nobody wanted to do this Sammy episode. And uh, the actions of today appear that nobody wanted to still do the Sammy episode. And even as we're going, it really, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of turned into a fun roller coaster for me because I'm good at shitting on things and especially saying things that are true in a funny way that shit on uh, said So subjects. do the girls you're with, too. Right. hey there's, there's some shizen, you know, uh, here and there. Leaving nuggets. But that's, a, <laughs> yeah. But that's <laughs> a right. Oh, that's not even the only fecal story that I could tell. Jesus. Hey, Mike didn't want to do this episode <laughs> so bad. He set his freaking work on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Mike had the ultimate way of getting out of this episode. I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of the whole thing was that this only happens twice a year, he says. I, I hey, you know what? He that. probably kept it like, I know Devin's going to do a Sammy episode. I'm cashing yeah. that motherfucker in. He kept hey, boss, I'm about to burn this mother down. 
Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, that's a little peek behind the curtain. I really just uh, this is going to be a really opportune time for me to not do as much research per se, which <laughs> we all know I really don't anyway. What the I fuck are take you the talking time about? <laughs> to just defecate all over Devin's feelings about Sammy Guevara, and I'm just really it's kind of going to be one of my funniest and favorite episodes. I think I really like this. I'm dressed like a jackass. I, uh, you know, got a visual prop because, uh, you know, gotta gotta get people to watch the video, and you know, the show does suck. Like this show sucks. <laughs> but no lie, I have a feeling it's gonna get a little better. You know, that that match, the Alita Dalishan, was a bit much. You know, well, that segment you just did ain't gonna make it any fucking better. <laughs> well, I have a premonition; it can only go up from here. Speaking right. of that. We got a movie and TV time with Coach Rosie. There's a gato running. The only the only pussy he's gonna be getting for a while, right there. Take it away. So, with that Matt Hardy Sammy Guevara match, just uh, really at the peak of when we were getting isolated. My question to you guys today was was going to be, what was your uh, go to TV series that you either shotgun through or just watch during the pandemic what was your go-to show when you had so a lot of downtime at home okay i'll go uh i did watch that ridiculous show that everybody else did the tiger king loved it um why oh i forgot to tell y'all yeah we have, okay go great ahead, go ahead adam go ahead adam <laughs> we got to meet we got to meet the uh the guy the one with the two prosthetic legs yeah to, he was there at starcast we got to meet oh, him last weekend. No shit. Yeah, he was there. I didn't get a chance to get a picture with him, but I did get to meet him at the uh, at the roast of fire. And he was there. He had the he had like a tiger shirt and shorts on, and that was him. No shit. He I was there all weekend. There he is. There, yeah. He was there all That's weekend. Awesome. Dude, he was such a nice guy, man. I'm sure he seemed like it. He I mean, I didn't, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't. I don't think I loved the show. But it was something that was on, you know, and it was fascinating. Time, it wasn't great. It was just so messy. I only forgot he was the there. That was awesome. I was in such a weird frame of mind during the pandemic. Yeah, I was laid yeah. off for the first time since I was 15 years old. Wow. I, I, I was in, and the thing is, it's not a vacation because you know where to go. You couldn't go anywhere. I, I made the joke. I think I, I don't know if I talked about it on here. I definitely talked about it on the Top Guy Theater. I had 11 bird feeders at the time because I was so freaking bored. Which, by the way, I we got rats because of that. Um, Coach, who's coming in there? Who's that? Hey! <laughs> you scared uh, my wife. I forgot that there's a mirror. I'm like, oh my god, how did they? That's, that's Coach's better half. Yeah. It was a, a premonition. So, um, I mean, I just Hi, remember Mrs. Watching, Rosie. watching Tiger King, and uh, I we mean we we binge that, and that's what we watched. That was the one, at least one thing that we watched, but. That's me. Who else? <laughs> WHW. I fucking, because a lot of, I didn't get into Shivani's podcast for a while. So by the time I got into it, I was way behind. Then it was a bunch of wrestling pay-per-views and stuff I'd never seen, you know, because we didn't get pay-per-views growing up. So going back through his archives, I was W, I would binge probably like one or two episodes a day at WHW. Watch wrestling, getting drunk, maybe uh, like playing video games and having it on like the computer and stuff. You know, couldn't do anything else. Having cookouts on the weekends, but that was about it. Right. Social gatherings, cookout with uh, Logan and his girlfriend, maybe a couple people. 
you know, social gatherings. Sounds Less good, than dude. six people. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it was five. <laughs> we kept it at five. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh. That sounds so sounds so ridiculous. It's stupid, dude. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I wasn't I yeah, I'm not even gonna get into it, but other people were worried about stuff. So yeah, and we hey, I got it. Up. I mean, I had COVID, but I lived through it. Easy. That's a touchy stuff. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. Not I everyone did, Brad. We need. To I agree. It. I totally agree. I just did. We we just had this conversation last night on Top Guy. <laughs> no. All right. Anyway. Yeah. That was, that was dark. I worked for uh, the government, so it's been a fun like two and a half years. But hey, been promoted. <laughs> anyway, Rosie. <laughs> you know uh, who else? Uh, who else got some TV show uh, stuff? Well, I also like that show, Winning Colors, about the Lakers. That was a great uh, show, and. There, it was on HBO, and uh, Guilty Pleasure was uh, Euphoria. No oh, shit. I watched the whole series through the pandemic. I love that show. The Last Dance. I forgot about the that. The Last they, Dance they and The up. Last Ride. Both of them were on during a pandemic, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the Undertaker, that Undertaker thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Last Ride and The Last Dance. I watched both of those during it. Damn. That's what I watched The Last Dance. I caught yeah. up on AFS, kind of like James did, and I got really into the show Letterkenny. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's about a small town in Canada, and that's freaking hilarious. I love that show. Right. That is a good one. I, I've seen speedy. clips. I haven't really watched it, but I know people that love this shit out of it, and the clips I've seen are hilarious. Shit's you should check it out. My favorite Canadian show. Yes. What was that? I'm glad that people have... got, got in touch with what Trailer Park Boys was, because that was one of my favorite shows in college and stuff, and the pandemic helped kind of give that one like a third win. Right. Shit's Creek was funny to me. I oh, yeah. Watch that, too. I don't know. Was that pandemic though? Oh uh, no! It, it's it all just runs a together. Show. Yeah, I mean, let's be real. I watch The Office and Seinfeld like daily, right. but other stuff, you know. Friend, we, my wife puts Friends on the TV before we go to bed every night. Gross. Every single night. That's you sleep the laugh games. tracks the whole time. Would you I like that? the Game Show Network. Yeah, I, like uh, I can show. have that on all day. I love game shows. I love Family Feud. <laughs> that is an inside joke oh man well we better get moving then huh i know i guess uh <laughs> we don't want to lose anybody speaking of moving i guess it's time to you know we better cover adam's uh, topic you know well i'm sure he's got nothing yeah not more or less the topic but i do have uh is this waka 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 i do have a couple of uh you know some of the good right. ones. Even I'm better. Go the outline again, huh? All right, I, I, I don't even know what's outline. My bad. That's cool. Let's go. All right. So this comes from one of a, a, a friend of mine, a friend of ours. You know, we call him Eros. Uh, teacher says, hey, give me a sentence, a sentence, which includes the words defense, defeat, and detail. All right. So the kid says, when a horse jumps over defense, defeat go first and then detail. Oh. God. <laughs> oh my god all right I, i've heard worse he's gonna be a top guy weekend isn't he and hopefully if he if he can you know from his surgery and whatnot yeah, if yeah. He can get, you know if he can get feeling better yeah he, he's going and i hope he is any right, other so ones adam i got one more i said um, okay. there's no reason to tailgate me when i'm going 15 to 35 Oh, yeah. And those flashing lights on top of your car, they look freaking ridiculous. <laughs> Adam, Perfect uh, jokes for the Sammy uh, episode. Hold on, Adam. You have one more, don't you? Didn't someone send you one last night about 10 o'clock? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All 
Can you, uh... I forgot to write it down. I've got it. Yeah. I've got it. All right. Yeah. I, I, at least I heard, you know, I, I've heard someone say that. What did Mike Tyson say to Chris Hemsworth after they worked out? What? You're going to be four in the morning. Woo! You're going to be four. Who sent you that one? You have to give a shout out to the person who sent it to you. Okay, so, on my screen, he's that way. I was at a get together last night. My friend, <laughs> my friend uh, Allison, uh, Allison, uh, that was at the party last night, said that to me, and I told her I'd give her a shout out. She is a fan of the show, so thank you for saying that. I appreciate. It. You mean you know people that actually listen to this, like in you your real life? I can't believe. But they're, they're funny about it, though. They listen to it, but they're like, I don't even know anybody. In my well, my dad, I guess, is the only uh, real life person. And uh, Miss Beasley, me. can't forget about you. You just tagged me. In outside something. of that, yeah. like, there's really. James, your dad just tagged me in a post on Facebook. Not surprising. Get used to it. <laughs> Welcome to the fam. <laughs> so anyway, it's a slide. It's a slide coming out of the ass of, a, of an elephant. And it says something about Alabama fans. More than likely. Football's coming up. <laughs> you know. Football's on the horizon. Whoa. Anyway. Speaking of horizon, Devin, man of the hour. Do you have a, uh, this doesn't necessarily have to be your demographic, but do you have a topic? I got Oh, uh, yeah, my topic is just this. Uh, All right, well, it's good to hear from you, David. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, all right, the county fair is in town right now in my local hometown, Governor. Um, so I, I was just thinking, this year it really sucked. We had, like, no big musical acts or anything. But in the past, we've had a couple big ones. Like, we had Tragically Hip five or six years ago. We had the Glorious Sons a couple years ago. I was just wondering, what's the biggest star to ever come to a state fair or fair near you guys? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I mean, I've never gone to, like, state fair. Well, like, uh, Sum 41 played on the bass, like, a couple years ago. They did, like, a free concert. So that was cool. But that'd be sick. We have a thing called, we used to have a thing called Riverfest. And it was like, uh, we would close off like one of the main highways here across, close by. And I remember Kelly Pickler, after she won, uh, was America's Got Talent or whatever it was. American, American uh, Idol. American Idol, yeah. So Rabbit when she won no. that, she come to town and everything. And I think it was one of the biggest stars that's come through here. Like as far as like my town, though, you know, I live an hour from Birmingham. So a lot of people show up there. But as far as. I can go right down the street and see somebody. I want to say it was maybe like Kelly Pickler, somebody like that. I mean, our well, base so did I, have the 2022 Florida Watermelon Queen just at it, you know, so she stopped at our store and did a little, uh, they sold watermelon slices. I'm not even kidding you. So watermelon <laughs> slices and all this shit. And she did photo like ops and stuff. Sounds, she sounds hot. She was very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anybody, any watermelon, any queen, I'm, I'm in. Oh, yeah. we have the Dairy Queen up here. Yeah, well, in actually, New York, like, you have not, a Dairy Queen. Not the not the restaurant. It's called a Dairy Queen and Dairy Princess, <laughs> where like they they walk their cows and whoever's the best show. Woman. Y'all have y'all have like, stock shows in New York. You'd be surprised how much farmlands out here and then over in New York, James. You'd be surprised. I'm surrounded by Amish people. Yeah. Like forty percent of my town is Amish. It's like so, it's all of a sudden I'm, I'm I can't get around a, a horse and buggy. It's yeah. like y'all give me new ways to hate you even more. Like yeah, it just never ends with you fuckers. 
I'm, I actually don't live in Philly. You know? well, do you, I, I know, know you don't. Well, know. okay, Green Acres, like you don't live on I'm a fucking not, farm either, you know? In, do you need y'all keep up? We do have internet and television. Do y'all keep up with country music? Do y'all know a guy named Drake Watt? Yeah, I do. I actually love country music. I'm actually a real good friend of his. We play baseball together. He's from my town. So I'm actually, I know, I used to play baseball against Drake White. Oh, you might know the guy who was here last year then. We had, um, it was Luke, Luke, some Luke Combs or something like that. He was here last year. Luke Combs is a big name. I mean, I don't listen to the country much, but that's a big name. I didn't go to that. I'm going to Zach Brown in the month. Clay Walker played July 4th in Canadian Texas this year. Oh, yeah. Canadian, Texas? Yes, Devin. Right. It's my hometown. I didn't realize it's Canadian. That's cool. You're Canadian almost like me. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> <Hey>! Yellow Wolf. <laughs> totally forgot about Yellow Wolf. Well, Yellow Wolf Coach looks like he's going to kill someone. <laughs> Yellow Wolf is literally one, like, 20 minutes from me. He lived, he, lived, yeah, he grew cool. up uh, in, a, in a school, I want to say, like, 10 minutes from me, 10, 15 minutes from me. One of his That's schools Cassius was like cousin. one of my rival schools. I forgot about Yellow Wolf. That's cool. Coach, you ever had a big act near you? Or are you going to see a big concert or anything? Yeah, both at the State Fair. One, in the 90s, we had a WCW house show. And then uh, I went to that. And then uh, I also went to Snoop Dogg. Oh, that's uh, sick. Good one. Yeah, Death Rose and the motherfucking. Oh, wait. There was a hey, seafood festival last year. Travis Tritt was a, a musical guest. Travis Tritt. You're damn right. I like that. that badass remember, dude. You remember those Conway Twitty uh, commercials? Those were a good time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You know what else was a really good time? And I mean this uh, because this was actually a decent match, but we're still going to shit on Devin over it. Uh, was Cody Rhodes and Sammy, uh, the undisputed AEW TNT championship ladder match. Yeah, let me say that again. Uh, no, I won't because that's a lot of bullshit. Another gimmick match, yay! It was at the Beach Break episode of AEW Dynamite. It took place January 26th of this year, uh, 2022, in Wolstein Center, I think is how you say that. Don't really care, because it was in Cleveland, Ohio. The attendance was uh, 59 hundo. Match length was uh, roughly 23 uh, minutes. Meltzer gave it five stars. And uh, this actually had 1.1 million viewers it broke a million so you know uh enough hey, of that, though. match two build <laughs> mike <laughs> take it away <laughs> five star my ass um so anyway you want to just do it devin because you know you know it anyway i was about to say all right got it. <laughs> there it I is I do it. this is the easiest i've ever piss break do. devin talk about sammy <laughs> All right, so Sammy Guevara and Cody Rhodes. I kind of alluded to it earlier in this bio. Sammy Guevara and Cody Rhodes had the very first match on a dynamite. And Cody Rhodes came out as the victor. That night, Sammy Guevara turned heel. Then a couple years later, in December of 2021, when Sammy Guevara was the TNT champion, Cody Rhodes came out to answer an open challenge at a show I was actually at. And challenged Sammy Guevara to a, to a match the very next week on Dynamite. And that night, Cody Rhodes actually won 
He won the TNT championship from Sammy Guevara. So Sammy was down 0-2 to Cody Rhodes in their feud. And then Sammy Guevara challenged him to a match that he believed was the best possible. All of you guys left. No one's even here. <laughs> We're here, What the hell? Just <laughs> oh, well, there's a ladder match now. Sammy's 0-2, trying to get his TNT championship back. He was the interim championship or champion by defeating Cody's brother, Dustin Rhodes. And this is just a unification match. Well, I guess I got to talk now, huh? Okay. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> hey, stuff, everyone's man. back. Stuff. Stuff. <laughs> um, actually, Devin, all jokes aside, I appreciate you stepping in there and handling that because you actually did your research, so good job. Uh, so we have this interim match, ladder match for the championship. They shake hands, Adam. Are you in on it? Do you like it? I am because they've had this rivalry for a while and it's a mutual respect type deal, especially with Cody. Cause you know, he's kind of like this in between right here and Sammy's kind of, he had this little heel thing going, but at the same time he's on the up about, you know, they're both in between top guys. So I don't honestly nothing wrong with it. It's just a mutual respect, especially ladder match. Uh, I, mean, I don't see nothing wrong with it. How many more matches does Cody have after this, James? Uh, with AEW? Yes, with AEW. I'm sorry. Yes. But, what, maybe one or is this the last one? One mini. This one is his ten. very last oh, AEW. Oh, God. So you're telling me Sammy killed Cody in AEW? Sammy killed here, Devin? So he almost killed Matt. Slayer. He almost killed Matt, and then he figuratively killed Cody. Devin, was he signed? Cody Rhodes was actually not signed to AEW at this point and came back as a favor to Tony Khan. You know, it's funny. Remember the week before, and he said, I got a, he got a call from Tony, but not about what he wanted to talk to him about. Man, it ended up being true. He did not have a contract. Did, 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 Coach, did you think this was a work? That Cody wasn't coming back? Did you believe it? Yes, I did. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I believed it. <laughs> He's got that kind of ego. He doesn't want to be, uh, he doesn't want to be split up with Kenny or, you know, he wants spotlight to be on him. He wanted in the biggest and the brightest lights, WWE. He wanted his WrestleMania moment and he wanted to win that strap for his daddy. The American dream, Dusty Rhodes, if you will. Baby. I guess, man. I was shocked. I mean, this, this proves to me that anybody can go anywhere. Because like I, I've said on a previous episode that I felt like he was a builder of AEW. I mean, I know he wasn't the money. I have a feeling we're going to hear break the walls down sooner rather than later. I agree with you. I agree with you. But, you know, I mean, here's the thing. There was more to code. I'm going to go off in a minute here. I, I'll get back on track. But I, there, there was he, – he was on that show on TNT that – not, I'm not talking about the reality show, but that's part of it too. He had his reality show that was very, very tied to AEW. But he's also on that uh, variety show that um, – I don't remember what it was, but it was like a talent thing. Yeah. And, and as much as that, maybe not AEW. Go big was, show. Go big. Yeah, so because of that, though, he only got that gig because of AEW. And wow, man, there was more, shots there was, fired by Brad Stanton. But there was more that he had to lose here than just an AEW contract. Because he's I don't think he's going to be on that Go Big show again. And I know that grows to the top, the reality show's over. There was I was on that show. Get the fuck out. You were not. Yeah, they were. They were yeah, at the we fan were. fest. 
They all signed right. a uh, disclosure just, deal or whatever and all that stuff. Right. I, I just heard Adam's feeling. That's where I got I'm, this from Dusty's mom. I carried some boxes for it. She gave me this. But nice. uh, what was that? That was Fan Fest, wasn't it, Adam? Yeah, it was they, Fan Fest. Them, before, so, uh, I'm talking about StarCast. They were at StarCast, too. So, like I said, I've never seen lot. an episode of that show. I saw all of it, but I was, t- I mean, I just felt like he was more tied to <laughs> Adam. A- AEW. More, I thought he was just tied to AEW more so than just because of the network. And not to mention his wife did that AEW Heels, which was a women's or uh, thing. There's a lot going on. I, well, I, rumor I has it a lot of that exit was, well, definitely it was, uh, you know, chase the gold, everything, get him a belt. Because he is a good wrestler. If I was a good wrestler too, I don't blame him for being like, hey, I could probably fuck with the belt, you know? I don't blame him for that because he can. But number two, I think a lot of it had to do with uh, the uh, plus one that he would bring to the table. So just like I said, I was just shocked. I, I was, yeah. I mean, like I said, I think that if he can go, anybody can go. And we shouldn't be surprised about anybody leaving. Uh, and, you know, we've heard it. We heard it from all of our hosts that we hear on ad, are on ad-free shows. Nobody was surprised. We had a bunch of shit. <laughs> but even on Busted Open, same thing. Um, anyway. So we have a lot of athleticism with Sammy here, Devin. Do you think uh, Sammy's very athletic, or do you think he's not a good wrestler at all? S- Sammy Guevara is the greatest alive, Brad. You knew my answer there. Yeah. <laughs> so the crowd, but the crowd is firmly behind Sammy, Coach. Uh, are you surprised by this? No, I'm not surprised by this because this was the end of uh, Cody, and the fans were sick of Cody, so they would have latched on to anybody at this point. Do you think Cody turned into John Cena status? I think at this point, yeah. And if he would have continued, he would have had to have become a heel. And that's something he wasn't about to do. And WWE gave him the opportunity to continue the babyface role with even a bigger pop. He was the biggest babyface on the planet for starting, like, going with AEW and starting that whole thing. And to watch him get booed out of the building, because I went to the full gear the previous uh I think it was the previous pay-per-view because this was before Revolution. He, uh, when he got tagged in on that tag match, he was, they were heavy, heavy boos. And I did not get it. I think he's a hell of a wrestler. I don't know what he did to get this heel fucking let's boom out of the building stuff. I don't get it. Because it's not like he put himself over every time either. Like he lost a lot of matches. Hell, he put, you know, Brody Lee over like big time. Yeah, I don't get it either. And you know. Wash match. Yeah. So, all right, I got some notes. I'm going to go off the notes here for a minute. You remember when he burned himself to death there? You know, and yes, I'm he, did that, he did that for us. I'm just saying, I, don't, I never got the Cody heat and hate. I, I never, ever did. I don't get it either. And I, I, I oh, don't. he's booking himself. He's losing all the time. Like, I think there's a pay-per-view was, streak where he lost, like, I think three straight pay-per-views. Yeah. Like, I never he got selfish. it. He wasn't selfish. He it's wasn't, all because it, he wasn't all committed. You know, it was. Yeah, that, is that what it is? I mean, that's exactly what it is because all the fans are like, oh, okay, well, you're leaving us. Well, we support you this whole time. Did you know that? No, it was before, the, this that? Was before he was leaving. Yeah, before I don't he was leaving, they're booing his ass out of the building. Yeah, I, don't yeah. I, I think that I, I, I just think it. it turned into a John Cena thing. I, I don't listen. I'm yeah, we're, we're all intelligent wrestling fans. But Cena here. was like winning, win, win, winning, and you know, yay. Never he give still up. Put people shit. over. He still put people over too. Yeah, right? true. It's you strange, gotta lose man. to be a multiple time champion. You gotta lose. <laughs> you know. I mean, listen. This is the most popular Roman Reigns has ever been, and he wants people to boo him. <laughs> so who knows? I have a uh, feeling. I don't know. That's a different subject. He's got a face turn coming because of that. Acknowledge me is over, like Rover, right? Nah, he's gonna lose soon. To who? To freaking? 
Hey, man, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Cody and Sammy. Yeah, because we're not talking about that. Because there might be a demographic coming about that, right? Yeah, we're here to shit all over uh, Devin, remember? I know. I'm, I'm sorry to go off on that, guys. But uh, there was a stalemate here between the two wrestlers. They did a lot of uh, reversals. And, and uh, Adam, what did you think of that part of the match, that early part of the match where they were just kind of, like, showing each other up? Well, I like it because it just kind of shows like a like a still not not like a stalemate more or less. Just it shows that Sammy's ready because, like I said, they've had that they've had the uh, the robbery before. So it just kind of kind of shows like, hey, I'm ready this time. I'm ready for you for what you can give me. I'll give you. So it's just I mean, it's a good little back and forth because they 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 got history. I love that. I love the uh, the stalemate type stuff. I really do. So then. Um... There's Sammy gets a ladder, crowds into it. Cody shuts it right down, crowd boost. Um, Sammy is the face here, uh, I guess, but they're both faces. But, you know, like I said before, they're booing Depending one. Depending on who you ask. Yeah. James, are you a Cody fan, though? Yeah. I actually like, well, okay. See, here's the thing. The Renegade thing when he left AEW was really what made me a fan of Cody Rhodes because I was not a fan of Stardust. And I thought that it was just another Vince doing the shit to the Rhodes family put the dad in polka dots made dustin a uh uh you know whatever he is yes and then uh you know put the star on the cody like i thought it was just his way of he's done shit to the Hart family he's done shit to uh the Rhodes family every family that comes in that's a wrestling family he kind of sort of subtly buries like behind you know it's not a definite burial but i mean come on let's be real here so when cody broke branched out Big fan of his. And uh seeing him, like I said, seeing him getting booed and then watching. I mean, this motherfucker can go. Like, he can go. <laughs> and this match is actually really good, thanks to uh Cody. I know what but, you're saying uh, about you know, I know what you're go. saying about Dustin, though, and um Dustin Rhodes, who became Gold Dust. Yeah. And I will say this. He stuck that to freaking Vince McMahon. He stuck it to him by oh, yeah. actually getting he that He doubled character. down and made it good. He, that guy but Just is like nothing. Dusty did with the polka dots. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, whatever, yeah. baby. <laughs> you know? making that. I, I, Your sapphire over here, sapphire. This is yeah. not a popular thing to say, but I, I think that Goldust is the second best character ever done compared to the Undertaker, as far as getting it over and the and the guy that made that made it getting it over because that oh, he is no he is I nothing like that character. I loved it. I love seeing Goldust. I'll tell you right he, now. But I do think it was not supposed to. <laughs> I, yeah, I, uh, yeah, and you know Bruce Pritchard will argue with us till the end of time on that. Um, but I, I don't think it was supposed to work. I think it was supposed to bury that family. But hey, you know, hey, hey, oh, let's let's yeah. get back to the match, huh? So again, um, fighting in the crowd, uh, Coach, are you a fan of the fighting in the crowd? Yeah, I like it again because it adds authenticity. I think that if it's going to be a championship match, you're going to do what you have to do and fight and scrap to try to keep your belt and sometimes that might extend into the crowd i don't know if they had that kind of nuclear heat going into the match that might be the only drawback from it you know if you just went to the crowd just because uh maybe but i mean if there's some if it's a long good drawn out story and there's real real heat between the two combatants you know take it all over the arena why not then get it back in the ring and get the pin right sammy gets a cutter from the barricade uh off the barricade uh this looked rough. Um, he goes underneath the ladder, and uh, James, he says, uh, Oh, yeah. JR says, what, Do you know what JR said? I, damn it. Yeah. Uh, he says, Ladder in here. That's bad luck. Yes, he did. Did uh, JR some stuff about like a, his grandma? My granny would have, damn it. I knew I should have wrote that down. I didn't write it down, <laughs> though. 
But yeah, it was like, my granny would have like something. Oh, fuck, that was a good one, too. You know what's funny about it? So anyway, he says Sammy certainly is superstitious. And then JR references his grandmother and says basically she would have ran out of like, I don't know what he said, but ran him out of the house or she would have ran real, some shit was, like that. I feel like it was like on the fly real. Like, it, I yeah, was it was yeah. Oh, so funny. Uh, anyway, we butchered that, but go back and watch, okay? Well, the, the commentary on this match, JR was in his straight up like, oh, y'all, he was in his I don't give a fuck mode because there were a lot of smart ass things he was saying. I thought they were funny, but I do remember like listening to his podcast, you know, and it was kind of his like, hey, I'm just going to say it and y'all are either going to laugh or hate me, but fuck it, you know, that type of deal. So um, Sammy uses the ladder as a weapon, knocks Cody out of the ring. But then Sammy does a very believable climb twice up the ladder to try to get the belts. What do you think of that, Devin? Uh, when Sammy I, when I say ball. believable, when I say believable, I'm like, you know, that slow climb is what I'm talking about. Then you know the guy's not getting it. He was jetting up that thing. What'd you think? I, th- I think it's just the benefit of Sammy Guevara. He's like, he's treating it like it's a real match. He's trying to get those championships. You know, he's not. Even if you were hurting a little bit, if you have the opportunity, you're going to try as fast as you can to get up those. And Sammy was trying to prove it. So I, I agree. I, I love that because I, we've talked about this in the match. We know they're not going to get the damn thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they're not in position. They're walking up slow. But he was jetting up that thing. So then we got America's top team in the crowd. Adam, what do you think of those guys? I love, I love the fact that uh, Dan... I love how he's very, very vocal. And uh, I wish they would use him a little bit more because they just need more mouthpieces. But uh, just any, any, anything with Dan Lambert, I'm, I'm fine. It's just, he's funny, so I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm I a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio fan. I, think like, I never really thinking. knew who he was until AEW because I never yeah. really watched, uh, you know. I much, love and, Scorpio. But I've interacted well, with him was... a couple times and uh, watching his matches that that motherfucker. Oh, after meet, yeah, after meeting him, I mean, he's just this nice, humble guy. He's a cool motherfucker. Yeah, he's a super you know, I'm, I'm on Team cool Scorpio. Guy. Face heel, don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm on Team Scorpio. What were we gonna say, Devin? When I was doing the bio for this match, uh, or like the background for this match, Scorpio Sky actually came out first and challenged Sammy Guevara, and then Cody kind of came out and said, "You can have whoever's next." So Scorpio was next in line to face whoever won this championship. So I think Dan Lambert's got a lot of like Paul Heyman type qualities. I'm not saying he's Paul Heyman. Don't torture me on Twitter. I just think he's got a lot of a like of some of that kind of uh, personality. Yeah, I agree. Um, he's good like that. So then we got um, Adam or no, not Adam. I'm sorry. Uh, they're, they're, they did that crazy suplex off the top of the of the, of the ladder. Had to be perfect. It had to be perfect. Ah, it was damn close to not because if you notice, Sammy's leg kind of hits the deal. You know the okay. belts. Right. Could you imagine if his leg would have got caught in there? That'd have been a whole different ball game after that. Very scary shit, though. Very yeah. scary shit. Like these guys are out of their mind. And the so fact Cody, that Cody holds it for a long time before going. Yeah, it's. I mean, we can tell it's uh, obviously planned. Yeah. <laughs> but it has to be, or you're gonna die. So I'm good with it. Coach, what do you think of the pitcher-in-pitcher breaks? Is that good advertising? No, I never like it. I tried to – I forced myself to watch it last night with Mance Warner because I really liked the guy, but now my mind wanders uh, because I 
that just when there's no commentary or anything in the commercials in the background, it distracts me. So Cody tips the ladder on Sammy. Do you think that's a heel move, James? Uh, by Cody, who is getting booed by the crowd? Yeah. I mean, you he tell me. That ladder. It just seemed a little off. Did you think that was a heel move or just didn't matter? I think at that time, uh, match-wise, yeah, if you want to break it down, yes. Like, like you know how Adam would break down the stuff? That is a heel move, technically, yes. But at yeah. that point in time, the crowd is shitting all over Cody. And they're like, let's go, Sammy, all that stuff. So, hey, when he does it, I mean, what's the difference? He's a face. I in my book on this. Booked as a face, cheered as a heel. And when he does that match or that move, it, it's either or. Pop the Rock walk. did it. The Rock did it in the Hogan match. He, he, yeah. he went with what the crowd felt. You know, it's a hogwash, yeah. You change, you change what's up. Adam, does the ladder hurt? I'm Man, talking about using it as a weapon. Does it hurt? You oh, God, yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's one of the metal, aluminum ones or the plastic ones. When you got something like that coming at you, yeah, it hurts. Are you saying they're not steel? Some of them, they spray paint. I got you. They're steel, steel well, ladders. Did we, we get some inside baseball from Adam? Like the fiberglass <laughs> one. You can hear it. You Don't can see, when they, you can see when they break their fiberglass. So Cody gets real creative with the ladder. Throws Sammy in between. Looks rough. Um, Cody figure four through the ladder again, not bad. Chops JR brings up, uh, that reminds me of the figure four Bret Hart used to do over the uh, uh ring post. I was like, that you're reaching on that one, old JR. <laughs> Reach yeah, that's the one that Goldberg killed him on or yeah. gave him that bad concussion. So you got some chops from Cody, and then I was gonna go to Mike Whitaker here, and he was gonna say, Woo! Yep. Woo! <laughs> Cody dominating at this point, but um, is this too much dominating? Do you think uh, this was too much dominating at Devin? Did you think that Cody was winning, like do, doing too much? Did Sammy have a chance that looked like at this point? Uh, no, well, Sammy always has a chance. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I, I, cheer I, for your boy. I, get it. I think it was believable because the moves weren't overly, like, you know, they weren't over the top finisher moves like he did the superplex but that's hurting on both of them right he did, like the dive to the outside but that's that's hurting on both of them it's not like it's not like it's just killing sammy so cody's up and you know oh, fresh. That, forward, that forward suplex when he had the ladder upside down and that forward oh. suplex on the on the braces oh that one looked rough yeah you can't pay me to take up my Hey, James, I saw Aubrey Edwards on the outside. I never would have asked you this before the last episode. You a big no, Aubrey. See, that, I, that got overblown big time, too. <laughs> Small memory. Yeah. Small well, memory. no, hey, she did a good job, uh, you know, just calling the shit and, uh, you know, not being a part of the stuff, but calling the stuff. So then we have the cutter. You know the cutter. The cutter off the ladder. So there's two ladders. Sammy hits the cutter off the ladder. He on jumps the up and then the jumps. And Cody really helps him because let's be real. If Cody was smart, he, he would have been like, just stepped aside and be like, dumbass. <laughs> As, you know, Sammy flies by. But hey, any, Cody made your boy. You know, Cody made your boy right there. If there's any reason to watch this match, it is for this move. Coach, is this a top five move ever? No. No, ever, ever no. Is a I'm talking word. about athleticism. I'm not talking about psychology. I'm no, talking about athleticism. no, no. Uh, I would say maybe top five move in AEW, but not in the history. 
I would say top five move where remember guy who is not on contract helps out guy who actually is staying with company. I would say uh, that goes down because the fact that Cody did it for Sammy, I guess you got to give props to Cody for respecting Sammy enough to give him that moment <clears throat> on his way out the door, you know. Adam, I definitely popped. It was a great move. Don't oh, yeah. get me wrong. Brad went ape shit. That one dude in the I'm front was like jumping up and ball. down, going crazy. I liked it when Cody moonsaulted off the top of the cage. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. I there's not a lot that gets me anymore. All right. Yeah. I, I did. <laughs> that, well, I'm that, trying to create dialogue. That 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 got it me. That, that that move got me. I I I mean, listen. I I know, man. When I say top five, God, there's a thousand moves out there, and I probably don't remember eight, uh, 995 of them. But Adam, what do you do? How special of an athlete does it take to do these moves? Oh, God, because you got to think, man, because, you know, Cody's on one ladder, and then Sammy's on the other. So the time and the height, the athleticism, the risk, I mean, anything could have happened, especially if no one was – because if you'll watch, the two referees get on the bottom, hold Sammy's ladder, that way he could jump. Because I don't know if you ever try to jump off a ladder when you're up there. It just goes out from under you completely. Mm -hmm. So the fact that he had enough trust to do that, he trusted Sammy to be there when he needed to be, and then Sammy trusting Cody because they could have, I mean, just one little bit turned to the left, a little bit to the right, it could have been bad. And then that crossroads from the ladder could have been bad too, that Sammy took. That move, Sammy jumps from the turnbuckle to the ladder before he even does that. That's one of those, like, it reminded me of, that Jeff Hardy like leaps over the ladder, honestly. So yeah, I mean, so you guys talked about the crossroads too, which um, that is, uh, by the way, that's Cody's move. And again, in a uh, are you talking way, about that off the ladder? No, that's another move. That have you got there yet in the match? I am getting about to get there. What do you want to say about it? Go ahead, James. Rough. I, I, that one looked really, 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 really rough. <laughs> it looked more really like a. I wrote here that looked DDT, rough. I broke this dude's face and neck. That one looked. Sammy took that one right to the mat, face first, and his reaction showed it. He, I, he may have been selling, but you know, seeing the replay, he lands pretty much with his face like straight up on the mat, and he immediately starts kicking his legs and has his hands on his face. Is AEW too dangerous? Uh, yeah, well, uh, here's the thing: when you think is AEW too dangerous, what do you think of Matt smashing the back of his head on cement? And then maybe stuff like this. And I'll give you one common denominator. It's a little action figure doll boy over there, you know, uh, on Devin's uh, counter. There's way more it's instances Sammy. than Most this, Most of though. these Sammy stuff. No, there is. Dangerous. There's way more instances than this. You could talk about. I understand. That one dude got knocked out in, I think, uh, that one electro tag team, whatever those guys are called. That dude got knocked straight the fuck out. And they still kept doing moves on him. There's been Alex Reynolds has been knocked out in the middle of a match and they continue going. We've had Jericho off the top of the cell falling through. AW, I think, is yeah, way that was too dangerous. Fresh oh, no, that's not what like, about Darby Allen? Safe. We're talking about Darby hard, hard matches. Darby Allen on those unstable chairs. We yeah, Darby Allen every week. week. You just say Darby Allen. <laughs> that the chairs with the he is indestructible. Stairs. He's indestructible right now. No, but he's I don't, not. Nobody is indestructible. What I'm trying to say so far, but I don't even know where the hell I'm at. Um, yeah. but I, I just, uh, I just wanted to know. So you have Arn Anderson on the outside. Um, coach, what does this add to the match? Is he the right guy for Cody? Was that, was that a miss for you? Or was that, a, was that good? No, I especially liked it when he kind of 
re refocused Cody's mind and got him back into what he was supposed to do. There, there was a whole Glock promo back then, and he broke into uh, his house in the backyard one night and gave him a scolding. And I think it kind of, in story-wise, it, it focused uh, Cody, but, you know, he didn't do much. He, he kind of fell once in a match and got hurt. He fell off the side. So, you know, Arn didn't do much, but story-wise, he did a lot. Not in match. So was El Fuego del Sol necessary in this, James? No. And uh, if you uh, watch that match, JR and Tony kind of shit right all over it. Because they're like, uh, oh, that's his good friend. And then they're like, well, that doesn't matter. Why is he here? He has no business being here. And then he gets hit with that move. And instead of them being like, oh, they were pretty much like, well, he's not going to come in. No, uh, you know, he ain't going to do that again or some shit. Like they talk about him. He's not going to run in again. I, I think it was a little unnecessary so Devin, um there's a 360 off the rope gth to cody are you popping here like crazy or what oh yeah i love that go to hell that reverse gts it looks it looks nasty he knocks cody in the face with that one too yeah it seemed it seemed very stiff unless he uh did it perfect Sammy was that said, before the swanton yeah Sorry. I, I don't know I don't know. Sammy's set well, up the left on the outside. Yeah. Sammy does that loco thing. Like he's going crazy. And he is a little crazy. We yeah. talk about Darby, but Sammy's not far off. On the top of the ladder, moonsault onto Cody, onto the ladder, off Whip the ladder. Whip lashes the fuck out of his back. Looks brutal. <laughs> we're James, we're like this right now, man. Dude, that was Adam, uh, Adam's on mute. Uh, I can't use him right now, right? Yeah, he can. He can unmute okay. himself. Adam, are we taking years off of these two guys' careers in this match? Uh, especially Sammy right here because the way, like, like I said, the way Sammy, if you'll watch, the way his back just – And this is after – didn't he fuck up his – like, oh, he went a broken rib. Like, earlier in that match, they're all going off of how he went forward, fucked himself up. Now he's going backwards in a big-ass, like, whiplash rubber band shit. You know, right. I mean, eh, that was father time doesn't do no, no yobs. <laughs> you know, that was going to catch him, man. He's, that could have ended up being real bad. I, I worry about both. I, I worry more about Sammy because I think Cody's he keeps doing it. Sammy just career. constantly does it. That yeah. didn't put a, I mean, honestly, he didn't put a whole lot on Cody because the way Sammy landed. I mean, if Sammy would have been more flush like Jeff Hardy does it, if he would have like, landed flush, that wouldn't have happened. Right. But Sammy actually did it right, and actually just because yeah. of nothing underneath. He I just think they planned on it breaking, and when it didn't, boy, it shit whipped his body. Yeah, they were expecting it to break, and it didn't. So we have both guys climbing to the top of the ladder, Coach, and they're trading shots. Sammy hits Cody with the bells, or the belts, bells. <laughs> and Sammy wins. What'd you think? I was not excited. You, Devin. I was excited. <laughs> When the match happened, I must admit uh, that when Sammy went to this character change with the bravado being the bad guy and, you know, I couldn't really separate reality from fiction because he dumped his uh, wife that he asked to marry him. But I liked his, I, I liked him at this point before he dumped his girl for Ty Conti. I understand life is different than show, but, you know, I didn't like that angle, whether it was fake or real. I got you. Devin, was this a passing of the torch? 
Oh, I believe it was. Shut up. Cody Rhodes was moving on from AEW, and he was granting Sammy Guevara the three or four, whatever you want, three or four-time TNT champion. He's giving him the, you know, the stage. What do you got, James? What do you want to say? Hey, man, everybody's shitting all over me. I'm going out the door. I'm going to give pass the baton. Hey, you're about to get shit all over. <laughs> you know, it's your turn to take all the heat. I'm out. <laughs> all right. So what's holding Sammy back from being... Um, Make it out uh, of Ty Conti every fucking week on TV. <laughs> I guarantee you, if they didn't do that shit, I guarantee you we'd all... He'd probably be one of the top, top heels right now if you would have just let... Hey, look at Scarlett and Karrion Cross. I mean, thank you. You don't have to make out your bitch every fucking time on TV to get over, bro. Look at them. Over as shit. So will he be uh, will he ever be AEW champion or is something holding him back? Probably. I mean, they're gonna do it sometime. You think there's only one championship? There's a lot of guys. Or is he stuck in TNT championship land? He as of right now, he's stuck in that TNT purgatory, but I mean, you gotta think, you know, Jericho's not gonna wrestle forever. Moxley, our he's over, man. He oh, is over. yeah, hell yeah, he is. Him and and you, know, you would assume right other people are going to be in the title picture, especially when Punk comes back. He's probably going to have his own set of feuds. So he may fuck around and fight Punk. Who knows? But I don't know. He would have to, I don't know. If you were to book him to be champion, he would definitely beat not one of the ex WWE top guys. Like he, if somebody else was champion, he could have a chance of beating them. You're talking about Sammy? Yeah. I want to make sure we're, we're, get, we're clear here. He will yeah. never be an AEW world champion. They're going to – I'm not talking recent. Oh, no. I'm saying years down the road when I'm you know, saying people do – never. N-E-V-E-R. You heard it here first. He's mid-card talent at best. Oh, yeah. Maybe And then he'll get their, his ass beat when they come back. So uh, we don't do not have that special guest this week. I was just kidding. Uh, I don't have anything else in this match. I do have a few questions uh, at the end here. If you guys, uh, whenever you're ready. True. What uh, questions on the match? The match itself? No, Sammy. Yes. Oh God. Well, we might as well. Or do you have any? No. Before we could continue, James, I know you're a big fan of mm-hmm. Sammy and uh, all the work he does. Do you have anything left on this match? I'm not asking Devin. Uh, I would say that a lot of Sammy's matches. It seems like. Uh, he tries to get over by either doing outlandish stunts, and it kind of feels like it takes other people to put him over, and he doesn't get over, per se. Uh, that being said, he has been in about a, whole pro- a bunch of high-profile moments and matches, and uh, you really you remember the, I will say, Miro TNT Championships. You remember the Scorpio TNT Championships. When Sammy wins it, it's kind of like, well, fuck, who's going to beat him? Like, that's a... Uh, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's also not necessarily putting butts in seats. It's kind of more like, I want to watch this guy lose, but I'm not going to pay for it. So there is a difference. You do want to see him lose. You just, you know, you're not going to watch to see who it is, I guess is what I'm getting at. And that is a detriment to Sammy because we all, there are heels and there are people we hate, but Sammy has his belt and no one gives a fuck about it. And that does reflect on the champion You get and booking and all this other factors. I get that. But Scorpio didn't choose his own booking, and he kind of made that belt pretty damn good while he had it. He even got his own custom one. It was Laker style. I'm a Spurs fan, so, you know, whatever. But it was a nice belt. And I just don't think Sammy – I mean, 
when I say Sammy may be AEW champion someday, I'm not saying he's going to set the town on fire because he can't even fucking do it right now. And he's married to, or he's about to get married to one of the baddest bitches on the planet. And in two weeks, we may be doing a whole nother episode where Devin's crying because they're divorced. Because uh, uh, you, you could know, say, James, they he's are a married. As of today, they are married. Huh? As of today, they are married. So you yeah, can well, say. Well, countdown begins then. You know, we'll give it, what was <laughs> Kardashian that Humphreys do? Was what, like 90 days or something? We'll see. But I'm just saying, it, it seems like Sammy could be on the cusp of something, but he just can't. Like, he can't do it. And there's a difference between having the athletic ability and fucking, uh, you know, doing something with it. We all know people that have all this talent and have all this charisma, and then there's some people that don't and just fucking step up to the plate and do it. I mean, Mick Foley wasn't the most in-shape motherfucker of all time, and he got three characters over at one time. I mean, let's just, you know, your uh, great value uh, Spanish god machismo, you know, yay, chico. Hey, I'm going to, you know, leave my wife and uh, get with this Brazilian uh, jiu-jitsu chick. I mean, I just don't get it. I really don't think That's there's a difference between what makes you a man and just what makes you there. And there's a difference between being there on the stage and fucking walking up on stage. I, I don't know if Sammy has the steps to take it to the next level. For some reason, Devin it's loves more, the absolute shit out of him, but that could be naivety on. of being young. I don't know about that. You know, he, he hasn't aged yet. As you grow older, Devin, you're going to realize, man, I was stupid on air uh, supporting that dude. So uh, that being said, Fuck Holy Sammy Guevara. Fuck, this episode is Holy trash. <laughs> and, uh, you know. Um, I don't need to, I'm going to read the questions, but you answered them already. You already answered them. Oh. <laughs> mic. Well. Do you consider Sammy a threat to AEW champion? If not, what would you say is holding him back from the world title run? Zola Lopez. Absolutely not. Seriousness. All right. We answered <laughs> it twice, three times, James. That was good <laughs> shit, man. That, I mean, that was a blog, bro. <laughs> that was a blog. Just, just saying. <laughs> if you hate sammy so much we should just hook you up with pam she probably hates him too so hey 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 let's just leave pam out of this <laughs> so anyway mr uh rj from ranners nation network mute mute <laughs> he uh he said did sammy outkick his coverage like Devin?" <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> Devin, Devin got with his fiance when he was 15. He said, Fuck, I ain't doing any better than this. Gotta show her what real love is. That way she doesn't trick out. When she RJ, I love you for that one. Yeah, that was good shit, bro. Um, uh, that's all I got as far as questions. So, James, you answered all of them with your rant. So, that was excellent. Well, you know, I mean, anybody else have anything to say about, uh, you know, until we go to Mike's Meat Minute? I yeah, would say I can't this wait for sure. Mike's Meat Minute. I will say this. I thought that match was unbelievable. It was a very good match. I'll give yeah. him that. Yeah. I yeah, do. I remember watching it live on TV, like, holy shit, this is good. Watching it back, I was like, got to give it to Devin on this one. <laughs> you know, it's hard to argue. Uh, I mean, obviously, the ridiculous spots and stuff, but yeah. I had to yeah, find somebody to shit all over it. I had no problem watching that one back. Now, the first one was different, but that one was good. I'm glad I, I watched them in the order that I did. I'm glad I did that. Yeah. yeah. I chose these two because they were memorable to me. They were two of my favorite Sammy Guevara matches. So They're I definitely I, I memorable, but I don't know how if there's a good or yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> how that first one, you know, whatever. I get you. The second one was pretty decent. I'll give Cody all the credit. 
All right. So we already did Waka Waka, James. Man, I guess it's demographic time. Well, we got to do FMK. Uh, hey. Are you? Uh, if we don't have to do it this week. No, go ahead. All right. So first off, I want you guys to understand something. I put this out there again. For some reason, Coach said um, disregard post. I'm not sure why, but it was pretty funny. So I got some ideas out there. Next week, all of you have to make sure you watch. Coach is off. I got you. Uh, make sure you watch um, Days to Confuse. Because next week, as, as a tribute to my daughter going back, or going not back to school, but to college, we're going to do the Dazed and Confused edition. Sure. So that being said, Adam, you Are cannot, you cool, man? When I talk about these characters, you're gonna, I'm you better be looking at them in character and not the actor that plays them. I'm not giving you any hints. Got to watch. Hey, you're gonna do the dudes too, aren't you? Yes. The dudes and days are confused. I have the dudes already picked out, but if you guys didn't watch it, I'm not doing it. So I know the movie, but I just I forgot how the game works. I was like, wait a minute, wait, because I like that movie a lot. Yeah, the dudes are great. You're gonna love. I mean, uh, my junior year, the senior uh, class, every senior year, uh, the football seniors they pick a theme, you know, the athletic theme or whatever, and. I think it was two years before me. Either way, one of the senior groups, they picked the OTSS off of that movie. Because, you know, when they're all uh, on the football field, you know, like partying or whatever, and that dude's like, OTSS, only strong survive. You know, when they're mocking their coaches and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, one of the grades picked uh, OTSS, and none of the like none of the coaches knew where it was from. But it was pretty much mocking them, you know. I, I love that movie. Oh, yeah. And I don't you know why anybody – it's a, it's a time hell. period movie. It's a time period movie, so it really stands up. So you can watch it. It's from the 70s. A lot of great music. Uh, watch Fucking it. Uh, what's his name? McConaughey's in there, man. Shout out Texas. Yeah. Hook him. Oh, really? And he has one line that really doesn't age well, but, you know, hook him. Shout out to uh, Bra Haremza. Which for, one is uh, that? To go front row is... James, could it be this line? What I like about them high school girls, man. They get older. I stay the same age. Is that the one? I mean, it does. the <laughs> quote I'm referencing does have to do with age, and it does not age well. I hear you, but it's seventies. Anyway, uh, this was brought to you by he meant eighteen. This is brought to you by RJ, RJ from Ringside Rant and from uh, Reffing It Up with Brian Hebner, who we've already talked about. It's a little simple this week. Uh, Amy gave me some ideas. Zol Lopez gave me ideas. I gotta, I gotta work on them. They're, they're good, but they need to be worked on a little bit. So these are these three women are actually best friends in real life. Deanna Perrazzo, Chelsea Green, and Britt Baker. Devin, I know you know him. If you heard right. one of them, so, we're done. Oh. All right. If we're going to start this off, we're going to go with – I'm going to choose who I'm marrying first. I'm marrying Britt Baker. Dental insurance for life? What? What? what what's wrong with that? Uh, and then the one that I'll have to fuck is uh, Chelsea Green. She's got that half-psycho side of her that might be fun. And then out of process of elimination, that leaves Deanna Perrazzo. But, hey, this is for not showing up to that Messina show, like, uh, <laughs> two years ago that you are supposed to be at, Deanna. So, there we go. Adam? I have no idea because I love all three of these women. Again, with that, you every week we do this, all right? I get it. You want to fuck them all. But you have to make it all three. That's, that's the game, right? Amy. Uh, <laughs> and then after I do all three... Then I'll go in. <laughs> I couldn't marry Chelsea because she's just crazy psycho. So 
Would you say I she's think the a thing hot is, mess? I just met Deanna because I know how <laughs> awesome she is. Oh. Damn it. I guess. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, F Chelsea. Mary Britt killed Deanna because I because I don't know the other two more. Only because I love Deanna because I just met her and she's amazing. So you're gonna kill her? <laughs> but I just think Chelsea would be more fun in bed, and Britt was she just hot. I know these answers, Coach. Go ahead. All right. Well, I'm definitely going to marry Chelsea. Oh. Yes. Uh, oh. 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 Yeah. I I think uh, I just I I like her. She's a very nice person. Uh. And I like the craziness a little bit of keep me in stride, keep things light, keep things fresh. And she's got a body that doesn't stop. So I, I can wake up next to that every day. Um, Brit, I definitely fuck her because my mission would be to try to break her in two. Mission, she's huh? that little, yeah, I'll definitely try to break her in two. She's that little firecracker. Kind of like Alexa Bliss, a little short uh, thing that you can pop real quick. And then Deanna Perrazzo, uh I like seeing you in Tennessee, but uh, if I got to kill someone, it's got to be you in these three. Deuces. Deanna getting no love. James? I'll give her plenty of love. Hey, hey, pal, you killed her. Yeah, I want to fuck Deanna, then kill her. Can we do that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that how the uh, the game goes? Freaking Amy. What are you doing, Uh, James? I'll definitely tell you this much. And uh, where is it? Where is it? Ladies and gentlemen, Deanna Perrazzo. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm uh, I'm definitely uh, I think I'm marrying Brit, in all honesty, because you know she's hot. She's uh, still got some ambition. She's got things she's gonna accomplish. Where the fuck is that? Anyway, In the plan. I was gonna show the picture of me meeting Brit, but you know I met Brit. Uh, well, I paid to meet Brit. It was a meet and greet. But yeah, took a picture next to her. Obviously, she's really nice. Loves the top guys. You know, hopefully we'll see her in Chicago. That being said, I uh, definitely I would marry Britt. Uh, for one, you know I'm a real man, unlike Adam Cole, baby. Sorry, <laughs> but uh, Chelsea Green is going to be the one I'm uh, you know, fornicating for the night because she's really, really sexy. I think she's uh, she's dynamite, man. She's a firecracker. Uh, she is a hot mess. You know, I'm kind of with uh, Adam on this one, so. One is a uh, freaking sheets, and then one I can take to the streets, <laughs> you know. And I guess Diana, she she's just all out. That's all it is. It's nothing derogatory towards her. It just happens to be the, the third. Yeah, I I cannot believe what's happening here. I am gonna marry Diana Peraza because uh, I, I've gotten to know her um, on you know on my own. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> there's something Deb needs to know about Brad. Oh yeah, thank God she don't listen, huh? Uh, anyway, I, I have a thing for her. Uh, you know what she? I don't know. There's just something about her that I really like. But uh, I am going to marry her. I'm going to kill Britt Breaker. Jesus, ain't my style. Maybe all your guys. Could kill you. But uh, <laughs> you know she's a Steelers fan, James. Oh, I'm well aware. See, that's what makes the sex good. It's a house divided thing. Yeah, just a heads up. She's definitely a Steelers. Oh, fan. No way. Is she? No, no, I didn't know. Yeah, well, I just so I'm surprised it didn't come up until now. Number five. Oh, there's a lot of things that come up when we talk about Britt Baker. 
And I, I no for, the same reasons, needed. for the same reasons as everybody else, because of the crazy hot mess thing, I am definitely going to fuck uh, Chelsea Green uh, for sure. Here and she I, is. I, I, you know, she also said that she would leave me. She's like, James, I'm about to leave Adam Cole for you. Here's a picture of my belly. You, you know, I'll wear well, something. You know, she said some stuff. That's all. Nice hair, by the way. A nice oh, mask. <laughs> He's got some short hair there. Yeah. Uh, well, a bunch of people, uh, I wouldn't say dared me, but uh, it's kind of a thing. They want me to grow it out until Top Guy weekend. And uh, my barber is kind of double ducking me right now. So stay tuned. Because <laughs> I kind of want it cut really fucking fast. I don't think so I can make far- it until Top Guy weekend. So as far as the gentlemen are concerned, I, I don't really like uh, these. If players. Sammy Guevara's not in this, I'm going to be pissed off because I want to kill Sammy right now. He's not in this. Um, Devin would bend over and spread his butt cheeks to see if Guevara was in this. There really is no theme here. Uh, RJ just went a different <laughs> direction. He went with announcers on uh, Rampage four weeks ago, which means that JR wasn't on it. Uh, so we got Tony Schiavone. So why not Act- do the three guys that's an announcer the three either. women that you just said? Why not do them? I'm, I'm just doing what RJ told me to do. Schiavone's oh, not an announcer on Rampage either. Oh, you're right. But it's, all right, fuck it. This is what it is. Tony Schiavone. <laughs> it's Excalibur and it's Taz. Devin, go ahead, buddy. Oh, um, all right. I'm going to start this off by marrying our main man, Tony Schiavone. I could uh, hang out with him every day. We want to get bored. And if we if we got annoyed with each other, he could go in the back cave and I'll go do my own thing. So I'll marry Tony. Oh, uh, I guess. I'm a fuck Excalibur because I don't know what he looks like. So, <laughs> Fair. Always, a good, always, good, always uh, a good reason. Always a very good reason. It's not he's bad. By the way, he's Scottish. So I'm fucking Excalibur, and then I'm gonna try to kill Kaz, kill Taz before he kills me. So <laughs> good luck. <laughs> All right, Adam. I'm marrying Taz just so I can keep him nice and humble. Um, I'm effing Shivani and I'm killing Excalibur because I couldn't hear him talk all that much. Me and him, I talk too much as it is, so me and him both together talking, ain't gonna happen. Coach? Yep, I'm going to uh, marry Tony and then uh, get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? Uh, run um, by someone who didn't want to hear it. Hey, Andrew? <laughs> yeah, Andrew walked in. Uh, Tell Andrew which one you're after. And, uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, FX Caliber and I'll kill Taz because he broke up uh, broke up the faction. I like that group. You know you know what's getting weird here? Is that Coach kind of knows these guys. <laughs> like he does, you know? And I know you do too, James. But Coach is like working with some of them. So like he's got an answer for this. <laughs> I've met I haven't met Taz yet. I met the other two. I haven't met Taz. I mean, I've took a picture with Taz, but as far as meeting him and chatting with him, I haven't gotten a chance to do that. All right, go ahead, James. This is thanks, RJ. I don't mean Taz. Uh, Adam may be on some here because we ain't killing Taz unless you bring a knife or a gun, <laughs> you know. And you, <laughs> so oh, Adam no. may be on something here because I was gonna say, obviously, Mary and Tony. I mean. There's no, there's no sexual shit that's gonna go on if you marry Tony. You know, like, hey, none goes on now. It's probably just gonna be two (laughs) girls hanging out. Like, I'm married, so we get the tax break. (laughs) You know, like that's all. It would be uh, that Chuck and Larry type shit. 
<laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> so, I, in real world, I would uh, marry, you know, Tony. Uh, Excalibur not having a mask, that way you don't know what he looks like, could come in handy in the future because you'd be like, well, I, I, I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. He's wearing a mask, you know? So, when it comes to being a character witness or being called into anything, and I'm not, you know, just, you know, in any scenario, you could tell the cops, well, I honestly do not know what he looks like. Because that's the truth. He's wearing a mask. I don't know what he looks like. And with Taz, I guess he's the odd man out, but Taz would probably kill every one of us involved and the other, like, the participants and every single one of us on this screen, you know? So I would, Taz is just the odd man out. Killing Taz would be quite the uh, effort, but I guess that would be my answer. Mary Tony, because, you know... So Bro. shout out to Brian Haramza for whooping ass right now on the game event. I mean, like literally whooping ass right now. Anybody doesn't know what that is? Who got paid? There we go. Kayfabe. Uh, so I'm going to marry Tony Schiavone for the very reason that you're going to marry him, James. There is not going to be any sex involved at all. We know Straight that. Straight up Chuck and Larry style. Like he's domestic a partnership. <laughs> he's walking bug. He's playing video games. I'm doing my thing. I'm, I'm here. I'm zooming with you guys. I know I'm not going to be bothered. Maybe he'll come on the show. Uh, True. Now it gets complicated. I'm going to kill Excalibur. Oh, yeah? I don't know why. Except that I just want to uh, have sex with Taz. I think oh. that uh, maybe I can meet. Weird. <laughs> oh, maybe you can meet Hook and do the yeah. Woody Allen? I got you. That's exactly where I'm going with this. So uh, there you have it. That's hot. Papers in the air. All right. What, what the hell are we doing now? James, I don't have my notebook to throw because I didn't take notes. Where are you hiding, James? James is taking a piss right now. Oh, there was a... Oh, wait, fire. never mind. Fire in my apartment. <laughs> Sorry. So we already did uh, Mike's meat minute. I oh, know we didn't. I <laughs> thought we were going to have a run-in by uh, nope. Mike. But it appears... Okay. Well, as of right now, it's not. <laughs> so, oh, I guess there's going to be no meat minute this weekend or this week. Weekend. So just oh, hot on the grill and put some barbecue yeah. sauce on them. You know what? This is sauce. a. I mean, the Sammy episode doesn't really deserve a meat minute because uh, you, we've butchered enough, and, and you know we've roasted enough, and uh, I wish we could drown <laughs> some of the shit we've talked about. So you know. We can boil this one out. There's no reason to, you know, exacerbate this episode too much. I do know Devin has a demographic. It's probably about the divorce rate because you see him talking to someone right now. No, my Devin's demographic of the week is actually about the new returning couple. You kind of alluded to them earlier, but Triple H has brought back Carrie and Cross and Scarlett Bordeaux. I was pumped about that watching SmackDown. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was about to come up. I uh, I seen the picture on Instagram because I watched SmackDown late. I had it recorded and went back and watched it. But I, I was so excited for that. Carrying Cross attacking Drew McIntyre on Sun on uh, last Friday. I just want to know what's your guys' opinions on those two. Glad you're happy and you won't be a top guy a uh, weekend because now they won't be either. So glad you're happy, Devin. Thanks. Once again, <laughs> thanks sorry. for everything. This episode. Thank you to Devin. You don't get to meet them at Top Guy Weekend, but you get to watch them tear it up every single week now on WWE TV. 
I'm excited for it. This is a new future for carrying. I'm excited for them. I get you, but I do want to shit on you for being so excited that they canceled Top Guy Weekend. You just hate us. So I think Coach may have been right on this. Uh, his original trial. I think he may have been right. I'm a good judge of character. So I had some other shout outs uh, to build on that, Devin. <laughs> I, I want to talk about Mance Warner again. It was great to see him on uh, Rampage. I want to talk about seeing Madison Rain uh, coming over from Impact. Uh, and also the new tag uh, NXT Tag Team Champions that I know none of you assholes watched. Carter and Chance, uh, long time coming on NXT. They were originally, uh, I don't like to use the word jobber because I, I don't think I, I should, I, I, I'm not a performer. I shouldn't use that word, but they went from a couple of uh, just enhancement talents. enhancement talents to just really getting over with the crowd to really get an opportunity now and then now, now the champs. So I'm happy for them, but uh, I just wanted to build off that, Devin. That's great. <laughs> no, I no. Brad watches NXT. I understand when I, you follow a crew. Well, hey, I like uh, Cole Carter and uh, Parker Bordeaux or Boudreaux. I think it's Boudreaux. Oh, yeah, yeah like they've Parker. done uh, they've done other like stuff since their you know releases. I like to see them on TV. Obviously, I support Cole Carter because I saw his uh, goodbye in IWC. I understand that he is back wrestling you know here and there because Con allows that type of stuff, but. It's cool to see, you know, people that you see like, hey, I saw this guy at wherever, and now you see him on TV. So, you know, you always, big time always in support us. Big time like in us. What's that? I still don't think know everybody. Finish. I, I think he's going to bring back some more people like Johnny Gargano. I can see Bronson Reed coming back, uh, also known as Jonah. I, I, was I would bring back Parker. Is he hurt or something? Is he hurt? Why isn't he an impact anymore? He's under. He's signed to New Japan Pro Wrestling for one year right now. Okay. Oh, arigato. How mad do you think he is that uh, Regal is already like entrenched in the AEW? Because I bet you that would have been one Triple H should probably bring right back. Like that may. Yeah, we might have a person. Raw General Manager right now if he was still there. Yeah, I agree with that for hundred percent. Great demographic, Devin. Oh, yeah. thanks. I like how you talked about uh, Carrier and Scarlet or Killer or whatever they're going to call him. And His then we immediately did not. So, yeah. Their I'm last gonna... match was a Ric Flair match. Uh, they were on that card. So, that's that true. might have springboarded them right up. And she Maybe was loud, too. I didn't realize how loud she was, like, as a manager type stuff. Oh, yeah. She's, She's a cool. very loud, encouraging, active. Yeah. And they smoke show. I mean, you know, let's not forget about that. Woo! <laughs> well, I guess uh, is that uh, is that all we're doing with the old uh, knockoff razor? Hey, I like the color flop. Yeah, man, it doesn't stand up, or I would have done it. But it, ah! you know, well, you why, know, it doesn't do it that? doesn't hold weight. Just like uh, the wrestler recovered today. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I can go on and on with this. Please go what? to the video so you can get a good view of this, ladies. No. Why do you think Sammy's a knockoff razor? What what bring what brought you to that? Spanish God. Uh, let's see. So it's fake what? machismo. Does he have machismo? How how is he a Spanish God? He's literally Spanish. Okay. Chris Jericho granted him that name. I know a bunch of Spanish, Spanish people. Like, what makes him a god? He's not from Spain. No, he's from Texas, but his father's That's not Spain. <laughs> his father's from Spain, so therefore how he's Spanish. Know? 
I watched the blog. I watched almost 300 blogs. <laughs> three hours of research. Well, uh, no, I, I didn't watch all 300 <laughs> blogs for this episode. <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, you get notifications when they go out. You follow that, like, you know, you didn't have to do no research on that. You know it. So uh, I subscribe. I ring the bell. Every Tuesday at noon, Sammy Guevara pops in my notification feed. Hey, uh, shout out to you being, uh, you know, shouted out on a whatever that uh, one thing is that they use your pictures and stuff, and they were like, and we want to thank at D E V Y N D. They like oh, yeah. your Twitter handle every time. Oh, that that's what culture wrestling. Yeah, that's what culture wrestling. Three or four years now, they actually have a pretty big following by like 2.5 million followers on yeah Snapchat. they should give us a share on i actually do watch their like the 10 top 10 list they make all the time i'll just be in a youtube rabbit hole and do that next time i make a photo i'll have to upload it from the kickout crew podcast and maybe we'll get a shout out with that maybe that'd be nice <laughs> right um i don't have a fucking clue what we're doing next week so stay tuned so let's just it's- call it a day there it is well, we're, uh, you know, I think we've done all we can with uh, the little uh, machismo. I've had enough. Or I'm sorry, the Spanish God. No uh, matter who wanna... it is, it'll be better next week. Yeah. Uh, thank you for all the positive feedback last week's episode with uh, Dave Miller, Super Dave. Uh, thank you for staying true to the game and uh, following us through this train wreck of an episode. But, you know, it was Sammy Guevara, so you were kind of warned at the beginning. But hey, we want to thank everybody for uh, you know riding the train with us. Uh, hopefully, you know, I I heard he got married today. Hopefully, we'll not see his next wife on TV with him making out. But I don't know, I man. Uh, oh, oh yes, Devin, please. <laughs> Do you guys think she's going to be announced as Ty Guevara now? Oh God, no! Because Chelsea proud. Green didn't change hers. <laughs> Yeah, I know. He's probably going to be Sammy Conti. <laughs> All right, let's wrap Which it is up. a reference. <laughs> a little callback. Yeah, man, we got to wrap this shit up. <laughs> As you know, I am James Elcori, uh, you know, part of the Kickout crew. You can follow me at James Elcori on Twitter if you know how to spell it. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube. Watch us on YouTube, that is. We have a uh, Instagram. We have a TikTok. Those are both uh, Kickout Crew also. And Facebook is alive and popping at the <laughs> Kickout Crew. But uh, that's enough about me shilling. I'm going to kick it to uh, Man of the Hour, Devin. You know, please uh, let everybody know your Twitter handles so they can send their hate tweets. <laughs> I am Devin Dowling. You can catch me at DevinD19 or at Sp- Sammy Guevara Lover number one. Oh my Jesus god. <laughs> no. That's a joke. Sounds like a different uh, type of payroll. I, thing I wish that was on. a joke. <laughs> that was a joke, but this is uh this was honestly that one was of my favorite episodes. He's my favorite AEW wrestler, and I was happy to cover him here today with you guys. So uh you know, thanks for watching these two episodes and sitting here with me today, guys. Yeah, thanks for watching these two episodes. What the fuck does that mean? Well, the matches. Two matches. matches. Yeah, okay. Who's drunk now? I'm Brad. about his boy. Look how red he is. I'm I'm Brad. Yes, man, Brad on Twitter. I'm just whatever, Devin. (laughs) Hey, what what is the the biggest, like, emotional shift of your life? The fact that you're probably about to get kicked out of the house 
but you got to cover your favorite wrestler? Like, is that kind of one of the biggest, like, emotional swings that you've had in a while? I'm not getting kicked out. I'll go give her a big kiss when we're done, and it'll be fine. You talking about her or your roommate? hey Or Sammy Guevara. Ah! <laughs> now I know why you like Sammy. Now we know. <laughs> What's better than one? Two. That's a Sammy Guevara. So I had two belts. Remember, he didn't have one TNT championship. Had to have two. He's not content with one, but hey, that's a different subject. Uh, it's my bad. Adam, <laughs> go on ahead. <laughs> uh, I can't, I mean, I, I like Sammy. I, I can't act like I don't. I mean, the Sammy Ty Conti stuff is a little over the top, but I mean, I've watched his vlogs and stuff. I mean, I, I'm a fan of Sammy, so I can't even act like I don't like him. But um, you can send my hate tweets now to me. <laughs> To uh, Adam underscore from underscore Bama. And catch me on Facebook anytime. Holler at your boy. Top Guy Theater. Cough, cough, cough. You can also find Adam at Top Guy Theater. You know, he's Adam Two Pods. Big Time Bama. Oh, but, I like uh, that. Yeah. Big time. Oh, I like that. Big oh. Time Bama. I like it, too. Rosie, you're up next on my screen, so. Yeah, uh, just catch me at Real Coach Rosie. Have a good week, y'all. Oh, yeah. And uh, host of the show, closer, Brad, Brad Stanton. What do you got? Brad, yes, man, Brad on Twitter. This was a fun episode. We shit all over Devin, and that was the whole idea. Like I said, we don't know what we're doing next week. Stay tuned. But it was a fun time today for sure. And don't forget our boy, Michael Whitaker, who wasn't yeah, with man, us today. At Whitaker, Memorial 10, show next 28, week. something. 2019? <laughs> something like that. Yeah, just hey, there's, there's only one Mike. Just Whitaker. type it in. <laughs> just type in Mike Whitaker. You'll find him. If you want to search us, well, you'll find it through us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what better way to end the Sammy episode than as unprofessional as we can, thus relating to said person uh, of the episode? <laughs> but from uh, all of us to you, thank you for joining in with us. We really do appreciate the support. And, uh, when life pins you down, kick out it too. Because that's what we do. We're the kick out crew. So thank you guys. Have a good week. Have a good week. <laughs>